My name is James Rowlands, and in 2015, I started a WNR podcast with my friend, Dan Mike. And every month, we bring you the latest collections, newest content, 205 Live, and the crown jewel of the WNR NXT update. Also, each month, the latest pay-per-views, and we are live, not only for the big four, but every takeover as well. Plus, in 2019, we go back 20 years and witness the attitude rise and the WCW's demise. Until we've watched everything, we're with you and we we are the WNR. Yes, hello, I am James Rowlands, and as always, I'm joined by... Dan White. And today, it's the WNR 222, and it is WWE Money in the Bank 2019. Dan, are you excited for this event? I am excited, Jess. You know, we've got a dream match in AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins, and I'm looking forward to see what Ricochet can do in the men's Money in the Bank ladder match as well, and obviously, there's a few other matches on the card. Let's hope tonight, my man, Drew McIntyre, Gets the briefcase and finally gets his shot. And everybody says he deserves it. That's what I'm looking forward to. I'm excited about Money in the Bank. We're trying to make it to a big five event. But before we get into anything, let's start with the alternate intro. And money, money, money. It must be funny in a rich man's world. Money, money, money. It's always sunny in a rich man's world. So it is money in the bank. And what better way to kick off then with kickoff. Uh, before we do anything, of course, we've got our predictions by our side. Quickly, let's open them up. And Dan, would you want to explain the prediction league for everybody? <laughs> yes, we have three leagues. Uh, WWE pay-per-views, NXT pay-per-views, and the bonus prediction league as well. Uh, we get one point into each league for each set of predictions that we win. James is currently winning WWE predictions 4-1. Mm-hmm. It is 2-2 on NXT, and bonus predictions is 23-21 to you. To me. So, at the moment, I am leading... The year-end predictions, but like I said, there's a long, long way to go. We're not even halfway through the year yet, you know. So anyway, let's start for this, and it's Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan against the Usos. The Usos came out on the mic looking amped up for this, and let's remember the tag team titles aren't on the line in this matchup. No, I I don't know why, but that's what they're giving us at the moment. Uh, Right, so predictions, let's start this off quickly then. Dan, who have you gone for in our very first match? I have gone for... Rowan. Yeah, I I, I have gone Brian and Rowan as well. I think it makes sense. I thought the tag team titles were going to be a line, even though it was a non-title match. Uh, but you I think thought the tag team titles was going to be on the line, even though it's no, yeah, even match. even though it's non-title match now, I I still thought there would be a way, but obviously they haven't. It's on the kickoff show. What are your thoughts on Bri- uh, Brian on the kickoff show? Well, my main thought is that why hasn't he got his kind of eco-friendly strap around his waist as opposed to uh, the normal leather tag team belt? But you know that that doesn't really make much sense to me. Uh, does he not value? title belt as much as the heavyweight champion. I know it's not worth as much, but still it's, 
you know, it is a, a good accomplishment. Yeah, and, and the thing is as well, is like, like message we want to send to someone who's eco-friendly and cares about the environment is actually a bad guy. And is Eric Rowan wearing a Slipknot t-shirt? Yeah, it's Slipknot, and uh, I think he might be doing it out of uh, respect because one of the Slipknot members lost their daughter recently. So I think that is a shout-out to him. You see Daniel Bryan decked in the... Uh, the gold of black of money in the bank. But like I said, WWE champion uh, last month even, and now involved. But it should be quite good because if you can make him a success with Rowan, it is Daniel Bryan, isn't it? You know. So do you think um, the team of Rowan and uh, Rowan, or the team of Rowan, should I say, is their collective name, but do you think it's better than the Bludgeon Brothers? I think it is because Daniel Bryan seems to make things entertaining, doesn't he? No matter what he's involved in, you know, turning heel and now here, even though you're thinking, oh, it's a step down, he's going to make it watchable, you know, and he's going to bring... No one thought when he first came that they were going to have that kind of success that he did with Team Hell No. And I'm not saying it's going to be the same, but... You can even see Rowan turn on Brian a few months down the line, you know, and having a, a face turn for Daniel. And then, you know, you build Rowan up from that. He's looked quite good. You know, he's been dominating this match so far, hasn't he, you know? Yeah, well, you know, out of that kind of pairing of uh, Rowan and Harper, I always thought Harper was the more talented and yeah. better worker, personally. But you can see why, you know, they've got with Daniel Bryan. Without a doubt, you know, and I think this is what maybe they're hopeful in, in Harper or even the Wyatts. But that didn't work out. In the Harper's another case of a very talented individual not being used correctly. And I think with Rowan, they, he's got the look they like, you know, the kind of build. And I think he's been quite lucky. Like I said, you know, Bludgeon Brothers are now put into here. It's very few people, you know, could handle it as well as Daniel Bryan could, you know, the kind of looking after Rowan in that well, way. Well, you know, no disrespect to him, but he's been carried well, you know, whether it is the, the Wyatt family, whether it is Bludgeon Brothers or, you know, now... Team Eco, hell no. Yeah. But this is the thing, isn't it? Is that he's not been pushed to the forefront yet. So he's had that chance and there's obviously WWE are still, still going to give him time. Sometimes it's a better position to be in than it is kind of being that monster push that you get, as we've seen with like Lars Sullivan and, you know, other people like well, that. Well, you know, take another member of the Wyatt family, Strowman. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's he spent literally no time in the Wyatt family and then kind of elevated from there. And you think how big a star he was, you know, he was primed to beat Lesnar for the universe title. He's not even on the Money in the Bank card. You know, we mock people like, you know, Robert Roode and others like that for not being involved. And yet he's not here, whether it be injury or not, you know, and you'd think, you know, for a star like that, even though he's been featured heavily, as he really had that much success in WWE, and the answer is no, Rowan's been multiple time tag team champion yeah. now. And he's been dominating. He's tagged in Brian, who's got Jay in trouble. Well, he get, got the running kicks to the corner a couple of times, but the third time was unsuccessful for Brian as uh, Jimmy came out and delivered a strong Samoan slam. Brian managed to get a tag into Rowan, who comes charging into the corner. An oose sidestep, tags in his brother. And here comes Jimmy, going right after Rowan. And he's rising up that second row. And the Usos, you know, credit to him, such an entertaining tag team. Shot to the midsection. Uh, you know, that was going against Eric Rowan and Daniel Bryan, who was teamed up with Shane O'Mac. Yeah, without a doubt. And, it's, and also they beat them for the uh, SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Rowan there just gave a huge kick out. Uh-huh. Uh, and he pushed Jimmy all the way out. But Jimmy's come back in now, dived off the top. Caught by Rowan. 
And that's impressive, but no. Jimmy managing to kick out. Ah. They can use that again now he's coming back, aren't they? That's the second advert they've played during this match. Well, why do we need an advert for Money in the Bank? We've said it multiple times. Well, We're why watching. Would, why would you watch the kickoff show and then be like, ah, oh, <laughs> I wonder what's on after the kickoff for Money in the Bank? <laughs> The pre-show yeah. to Money in the Bank. I wonder what's on after it. I mean, I know it's on YouTube, but I mean, I don't know how many people actually, might, they might watch it on YouTube and switch to the network to actually watch the Money in the Bank event as well, you know. Well, they might just be big Daniel Bryan fans and that's all they want to watch. Exactly, and they can't really see it. And Rowan now, he's got Jimmy on top and Jay's got the blind tag. And he's attacking Rowan from behind <laughs> and Rowan's just headbutting the pair of the Usos. And a meeting of the minds on the top, the Shirley. Well, don't call me Shirley, but it looks that way. He's got both Usos. Oh, oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> Fair play to that. Yeah, well done, Rowan. I don't think I've seen that before. No, very impressive. But the Usos don't seem to have bad matches either. You know, talk about how entertaining they are. Well, they was having great matches against the New Day. I think they had a very good match against the Bar as well. They're one of the few teams that can kind of be around for ages and yet still seem kind of fresh. I don't know how. And now Brian gets a tag in. Well, the crowd love to hate him, but here we the go. He's stolen off that facey face Miz. <laughs> yeah. How dare he? Well, he's just hit at least seven. At least eight. Oh, lovely. All the way around in Seguri. Oh. Well, Brian responds in kind. A new so super kick. And now is it Jay's chance maybe to go up? Can he beat the former WWE champion? Oh. No. The LaBelle lock or the yes lock or the no lock. Well, he came in to hit the splash and Brian had it scouted. And now Jay's really struggling. And Jay in all sorts of trouble and Brian just cranking it. And this has got to be it. No, Jimmy's in. Or Rowan just throws Jimmy on the apron. But who's managing to catch himself and take Rowan to the outside? He gets caught by Rowan though. (laughs) And Jay comes flying. He gets caught. Jimmy with a super kick. Jay with a super kick. And the Usos back in. Rowan down to one knee. <laughs> Both Usos come flying. Finally take the big man off his feet. Well, yeah, I think it is the first time in this match. But here comes Brian. Oh, he gets caught on his way out the ring with dual super kicks. This is the Usos' big opportunity now. Opportunity. Well, Jay... To, uh, not win the tag team titles, <laughs> but to get a victory. Well, I just think a, a victory over the tag team champions would be huge, and the Usos are going all the way up. Double splash! Oh! Hit it. One, two, three. Oh! So the Usos win in a in a great match i think that was really enjoyable it she opened in the pay-per-view because even for a kickoff i felt they were too talented to be involved i'm not having to go to the cruiserweight division fair play you get on the main card now i guess but still i thought it was really enjoyable dan what are your thoughts it, well, yeah it was a very good flawless match and you know uh it, especially daniel bryan and the usos are very talented um rowan can won a match as well you know that dual superplex went brilliantly for him well they still got the gold or, or silver in the, the Smackdown case but the Usos will be knocking on the door for a tag team title opportunity and it means we start off predictions <laughs> nil well neither of us get points so it's nil nil heading into the main show and let's watch the opening promo 
The following presentation is not for the faint of heart. Strap in, hold tight, and experience exhilaration on a whole new level. This is Money in the Bank. This event will once again host two Money in the Bank ladder matches, one for the men and one for the women. 81% of the contract winners have cashed in to win a world championship. It's all about the opportunity of a lifetime. The first ever women's dual champion, Becky Two Bells. Lacey Evans is ready to class up the Raw Women's Championship. Oh, wait a second, Charlotte Flair! Lying in wait. I'm next in line, and I'm taking it back. Having to defend both titles in one night, this is an unwinnable situation for the man. I want the Universal Championship, and you and I both know when you want something bad enough, you'll do some unexpected things. AJ Styles with a statement. You're going to have to be better than phenomenal if you want to take this from me at Money in the Bank. You have got this huge target on your back, and the first person to take aim, Kevin Owens. He said he was coming for the WWE title. I say let him come. Kofi Kingston, Kevin Owens, the WWE Championship. Shane McMahon has awoken something in Miz we've never seen before. The Miz versus Shane inside a steel cage. Roman Reigns put his hand on the CEO of this company. I am going to prove why Vince McMahon chose me. What an incredible field of talent, all vying for a guaranteed championship opportunity. One long climb can change your career in one night. No, the open phone wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. I mean, we saw a little bit about, you know, buckle up and excitement. But again, just your standard stuff. We've done much better. But we start off, of course, we're in Hartford, Connecticut. And it's time for the women's Money in the Bank match. And it's Nikki Kloss. I know who did it. Well, Carmella is already out here. And she's, so is Naomi. She's won Money in the Bank twice. And, of course, Naomi. Well, both women former champions as well. So I know what it takes to hold the gold. Naomi dressed like a bumblebee, and here come uh, Sonya Deville, Mandy Rose. But Sonya Deville's actually not in this match. But Mandy Rose is the betting favourite at the moment. What we what we've seen online. So will Mandy Rose take the briefcase? I mean, I'll be quite surprised if that is the case. But uh, it's nil nil at the moment, and both of us need a win. So money in the bank wise, it's my go, and I have gone for in the women's match. Bailey oh, for Bailey. Run wow, for Bailey. You know, there there was a few names I was actually teasing with. And I'd love to have seen this woman who's actually coming out now. I think she would have been a very, very good bet, as would Nikki Cross. I too have gone for a Bailey. Yeah, I think Bailey's kind of the makes the sense the most, even though I would love Ember Moon uh, to win, like you said. And, and just imagine her cashing. She comes out, from, you know, from her entrance, throws the briefcase to the referee in the ring, climbs up to the top, jumps in, eclipses on her opponent. There you go, wins uh, the Women's Championship. She deserves it. She's got a bright future. Nikki Cross, again, I love Nikki Cross. If she was to win, I wouldn't mind. To be fair, 
even if Naomi was to get the victory, I wouldn't kind of, you know. But I think with Bailey, there's a chance now. She's not really had a lot of limelight, has she, these past couple of years? I think that's no, the thing. No, she's the tag team. She had a WrestleMania moment and they kind of just kind of forgot about her. We don't want Dana, Dana Brooke to win. Uh, no, no, Dana Brooke, Mandy Rose and Carmella are probably the three. Uh, you know, even Natalia as well. She's a I person I'd yeah. like to win. I don't mind Natalia. I mean, you think of anybody else you could have in this match if given a choice? Um, Oscar. Oscar, yeah. That was, I mean, what are they doing with Oscar at the moment? She's not even got a match. She I know she, it's a Kubuki, Kubuki, Kubuki Warriors, but still... Exactly. They're not involved. It'd be great to see the uh, Sky Pirate and her involved in here. Alexa Bliss, of course, can't make it due to injury. I mean, is this the end of Alexa Bliss? You're a biggest fan. I hope not, no. Um, you know, especially, you know, if you're going to return after a multiple ladder match is kind of something that you want to be coming back to. I mean, she's had, what, two matches? So it's, it's not as good, is it? No, so we'll, we'll see what happens with her. But I've always known you've got the inside scoop. When it comes to well, I hear I don't know, you know, not the main reason, Buddy Murphy, you know, and her, well, but one of one of the reasons. It's just you haven't got a champion, <laughs> you know. Who do you think? Well, I, exactly, and I completely agree. And here comes our pick, Bailey. Of course, you got the hugger section. Are we going to see him? Are they wobbly inflatable men? Uh, there's a hugger section here. Dan, should we have a hug? You can hug my penis with your bum cheeks. <laughs> All right. All you had to say was no. Rather than sign language, it's fine. And Money in the Bank is hanging high above the ring here. And it's always a good time of year. So we've both gone for Bailey. So keys to victory in this one. Um, wait for everyone to go down. Get the ladder. Set the ladder up. Climb the ladder. Do you know what I'd do? I'd run out there first, grab a ladder, come in... And try and climb up. Let's see what happens. That's what Ember Moon's done. All the other done. Yeah, well, Nikki Cross is crazy. That's why she hasn't. Well, Nikki Cross has got Carmella trapped in the apron. Oh, and Dana Brooke now as well. Well, Nikki Cross is crazy. Ember Moon's just gone splat to the outside. And Cross has got the ladder already. And Mandy Rose, Natalia, Bailey, Naomi fighting there in the ring. And Nikki Cross comes charging and wipes all four of them out. Uh-oh. And now she's got it around her neck. Well, the helicopter, nothing can stop Nikki Cross. Oh, Dana Brooke, though, kicking the ladder, taking Nikki out. And now Ember Moon and Dana Brooke fighting over the ladder. And Ember Moon pushing it in Brooke's midsection. But Nikki Cross just jumps on the back of Moon. Well, Moon doesn't care, but Moon's got hold of her. Oh! Drops Nikki back first onto the ladder. Oh, now Mandy Rose sends Moon to the outside. Runs up the ladder, kicks Brooke. While she was sat perched on top of the ladder, Carmella just rips her down by her hair. Natalia's got the ladder up, but Carmella notices. And Carmella, I hear, has got the most experience in it. What, is the match sucking Corey Graves? <laughs> no, up? no, the match for ladder match for the Money in the Bank. Oh, because... Yeah, twice. Oh, well, technically. <laughs> well, I don't think they mentioned that in the promo video. Natalia sent Carmella into the ladder, tried the same with Naomi. Spring lands on the ladder, springboards off of it. Naomi is looking very fetching. These two women, they didn't kind of get much of a culmination to their rivalry. No, but Rose just folded Naomi inside out and Bailey's back in. Ladder to the midsection of Rose. She's all alone in the ring. Got Bailey. Ember Moon rolling in the ring now. These two women fighting over the ladder as Dana Brooke climbs the ladder as both women are holding it. Oh. <laughs> Carmella pulls her off. Oh my god, and just shoves a ladder right into Bailey and Moon. I think it inadvertently hit Bailey's hip as well. And these are real ladders and they hurt. And Rose again, a little bit vicious. Well, that's what you need to do to win this match. Well, Manly Rose wanted to carry on a spot with Carmella, but 
She went to the outside instead. Well, it's a bit injured. Unless that, unless that was a spot, and now you've got Moon and Cross. <laughs> Bailey and Dana Brooke. Gone, Omi. He jumps on one ladder, across it, and a kick to Mandy Rose. And now they're going to take out Naomi. No, she dodges the ladders. <laughs> oh, wow. And then uh, they was going to get a con ladder toe, but Naomi does the splits, and all four women crash ladders together. Well, Mel has been checked. She can't continue this train as EMT's referees down. Ooh, oh, and Natalia shit. dropping Naomi butt first onto the ladder. <laughs> Stepping over while standing on the back of Naomi, but Bailey sends her into a ladder. Oh, I reckon Carmella's going to come back out with the. Do the old flare trick, innit? The old flare. Oh, Bailey getting vicious. Oh, he was just about to pick up a ladder. Bailey bouncing her head off it. Send her crashing away. Looks, it does look quite legit. And now Brooke's got Bailey stopping her moving that ladder. Next to Dana Brooke. <laughs> Dana ducks a clothesline, picks up Ember Moon, hangs her upside down. Whoa. Well, Moon's in serious trouble. And here comes Brooke, hands freeing. Elbow. And now Brooke's setting up the ladder, but she can't win it from there. I think she realises Bailey's in the other corner. Huge right hand to Bailey. So Dana Brooke must, might have done the most in this match so far. She's looking for a kick for to <laughs> Bailey. Bailey catches, brings a knee up to the jaw of Dana. Sunset flip powerbomb sends Dana Brooks straight into the ladder. Come on, Bailey, you can do it. Bailey looking up. Well, now Bailey's got the mammoth ladder trying to set it up, but Rose stopping her. Ladder. Rose and Natalia. Oh! Squashing Bailey. Well, Bailey had to help him to carry on beating her up. <laughs> First time, Bailey goes down. Gets kicked out of the way. And Naomi now. Oh! Springboard moonsault. On Bailey, who's just... She's taken most punishment in this match, I think. Sure. <clears throat> well, I never thought we'd see Rose and Natalia working as a team, but, hey! Nikki Cross with a spear, taking out Natalia. And it gave Naomi a chance to climb, but Ember Moon, Moon stopped her. Breaker, grabs hold of the leg of Nikki Cross. I think Cross liked it and pushed her back. And now here we go, we're going to see it. And the widow maker there for Nikki Cross. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, she was surveying the area and just saw Nikki just push the ladder straight onto her head. Now Dana's in the ring all alone. Oh, don't tell me Dana Brooke's going to go up and get the money in the bank. No. No. <laughs> no. He rose it. I've never been so happy to see Mandy Rose in my life. And she's got it hooked and she's hanging now. <laughs> Dana Brooke and, I, uh, and Mandy Rose managed to grab her. One of the worst spots I think I've ever seen. Oh, no, I didn't mind it. It was awful. Unhook the briefcase, but still, oh, sends Rose into the ladder. And Rose off, fingertips on the briefcase. She can't, though, he's there now. No, she can't now. But Nikki Cross climbing. Go on, Nikki! Bailey! Go on, Nikki! Oh, no, Natalia's there. Oh, Ooh. no. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> all four women go. Ember Moon's perched on a ladder. Wait a minute, Natalia sends Bailey into the ring post. Here comes Moon! Boom! <laughs> Oh, a super <laughs> eclipse. Whoa, and listen to that reaction as well. <laughs> Ember Moon probably <laughs> fucked herself up big time, but she don't care. That was awesome. Holy sh- <laughs> She's only literally like <laughs> six inches above the top turnbuckle yeah. anyway. But I mean, she must have leaped at least 10 feet. At least. <laughs> and now Rose going for the back suplex, but Moon reverses but gets caught. A pedig- oh. oh, inverted pedigree. And now Rose want to make sure she's safe to climb up. And look at her, she's smirking. No, James, she hasn't got a cigarette in her gob. Well, Rose now <laughs> slowly making her way up. Oh. Well, we thought it. 
And Carmella is limping her way out. Gotta confront the woman who made her limp. Uh, Carmella doesn't make many people limp as she sends Rose into the ladder. Again, and again, and again. Sends her back for not once, but twice. Now, huge. Well, now this might be a chance to win money in the bank yet again. Well, Carmella making sure the ladder's safe as she's climbing up one rung at a time. And, oh! Sonia Deville there to, uh, got pulled off spear. <laughs> she speared her so hard. And now Deville setting up the ladder. And she's going to hand the briefcase to her friend Mandy Rose. Well, we thought these two had problems, but she's handing Mandy Rose money in the bank on a, on a silver platter. She's literally got her up on her shoulders. Well, when you talk about carrying your tag team partner. She definitely is. literally what she's doing. Well, I've never seen this. And then Mandy Rose now is just going to whisk her away. I think so, Sonia Deville. Oh, Rose is going to win it. No, Bailey's up there. Yeah. <laughs> face to face with Mandy. And Sonia Deville pushes both women off. Come on, Bailey. Go on, Bailey. She's on top. She's unclipped. Yeah. And Bailey is Miss Money in the Bank. Well, Bailey finally gets her rewards. I mean, one of the most talented wrestlers in WWE, someone we saw back, you know, 20, uh, in NXT as well, and now 2019 winning the Money in the Bank briefcase. I feel good inside. Dan, what do you think of the match? Yeah, um, you know, even though there was a few slow spots, a few questionable moments, on the whole, it wasn't a terrible match. Um, you know, it was it was quite a safe ladder match, you know, as far as Money in the Bank matches go. I think the only spot off the ladder was either a couple of pushes or um, the eclipse we saw, but, you know, that was n- not really much higher than the turnbuckle anyway. Well, I'm, I'm going to try and, you know, look at this match as in, I think this is a lot better than, like, the kind of elimination chambers that we've seen with the women and, you know, Raw Rumbles in itself as well. You, you know, and I, I think, the, the, like I said, the, the people we thought were going to shine did shine. And I'll tell you what, I was quite impressed with Dana Brooke for a little part. Carmella looked the worst one out of all of them. Yeah, um, you know? Mandy Rose, I think, a couple of issues with uh, her selling injuries. Yeah. But I suppose when he doing that, you know, she was quite heavy. Um, but, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm glad with her. Yeah, me too. And um, Charlie Caruso... Has just said that you and Sasha are big influences on the women's division. Name dropper! Dun. So, what did Bailey have to say, Dan? Um, she says, well, you know. God, house me. So, uh, what did Bailey have to say, James? She said she, she's happy with the accomplishments that her and Sasha Banks has had, but she went to SmackDown to prove a point and to be part of the women's division and to be a champion. And she's not just Bailey tonight. Now she's Miss Money in the Bank. And it, and it couldn't happen to a nicer person, you know. And that means fiction was, well, one point each. It's 1-0 as we head into our third match. And it's US title on the line. It's going to be Rey Mysterio versus Samoa Joe. Uh, what have I thought of the build-up in this match? I hear you cry. Well, it, it's been indifferent, hasn't it, boys and girls? There's a quick match at WrestleMania, and then all of a sudden we get another rematch. But why? Why are we getting it for? This is the question. Dan, who have you gone for in this match? I have gone for Joe Samoa. He I think it's going to be a bit of a longer match, but Samoa Joe's going to get the victory. And I have gone for Rey Mysterio in this match. Uh, just because why else have this match if they're not going to move on? The Dominic thing seems to keep, you know, not fresh the feud, but I feel like it's going to continue. And to do that, Mysterio needs to win and become a Grand Slam champion as well. But like I said, hopefully it'll be a nice long match so we can enjoy it. 
because I think Joe is brilliant, but I still don't know WWE knows how to use him, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah. you know, and as for Mysterio, he's come back after being away looking as good as new. It's incredible. So we've talked about predictions. We've talked about the promo, and Joe's already going to run in. I thought he was going to go right after him. Joe's going mm. Joe, Joe, Joe. Bam, 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 bam. Joe watch. Yeah, I'm not going to say. You know, Cesaro did mention that on Raw. Oh, Joe Stereo. Well, let's not forget, Joe might have Mysterio's number. He beat him in mere seconds, didn't he, at Mania? And now he's looking to be in complete control now. I think he might be the makings of one as Mysterio's Joe. Going for a hurricane runner. Going to pop him up, flicking him over, shoving Ray off to the midsection, then a step up in Seguri. Mysterio springboarded in, sent on down. Just kicks to Joe. I thought his nose might have been a little bit busted. There is Joe looking for a slam. Mysterio saves himself. Not for long, though. A huge chop. You can see the impact, and Joe now going to pay. Oh. oh, Mysterio flips him over. One, two, three. three. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, Mysterio looking startled. Joe's been beaten. Blood pouring from his nose. Ray can't believe it himself. Well, Dominic happy about it. His dad's a Grand Slam champion. Shocked. Well, it, it was about as quick as their match at WrestleMania, but just the other way around. Indeed, yeah. I wouldn't say what you think of the match, but, I mean, match-wise for me, like, yeah. I mean, there wasn't really much of a contest, was there? Over and done with. When I see a replay. Joe went for the powerbomb. Mysterio... Turn it to Hurricane Runner. His shoulder was up. Joe's left shoulder was up. Well, I don't know. Might be some controversy there. Referee didn't see it, but Mysterio wins. Wow. That's brilliant. Well, it's brilliant for me anyway, because that means I get the point, and I go 2-1 up now at Money in the Bank. Well, Mysterio's left. And look at this. Dominic celebrating with his dad, and what a lovely moment, eh? And that's what WWE's yeah, all about. Indeed. Giving you the father and son, celebrating the title. Oh, oh. Samoa Joe obviously in the back very very not happy with it well, he just headbutting away and sends Mysterio back in and now Joe's happy well Joe's not happy but a little bit of retro oh, oh sets his eyes on I am your father well I think Joe's finished yet yeah, looking on I thought he was going to go after him but he's just looking to send a message can be a bit close you know what Joe's like and Joe sending a message to the Mysterio family if that is their real name mm-hmm and Joe, busted nose and all. I don't think it's finished yet. Ray may have won the battle and the belt, but he certainly looked too here enough. Well, I don't think this feud, this feud is far from over. Well, Joe, that's the sadistic side of Samoa Joe. Oh, but up next, it's the best in the world versus Shane McMahon. And it's a steel cage match. And let's have a look at the promo. Let's reflect a little bit on WrestleMania. Mr. Miz had the audacity at WrestleMania to come in this very ring. Mr. Miz aggressively put his hands up. I had no other choice. As far as I'm concerned, that 68-year-old baked potato face and his son got exactly what they had coming to him. I like this. 
that Miz. Shane McMahon has awoken something inside Miz maybe we've never seen before. Shane made this personal. He continues to drag my dad into this. Oh my God. Shane just called for a picture of him as his father. How far can a man get? That's why we fought all over MetLife Stadium at WrestleMania. Abyss trying to make Shane pay for every scathing word, every scathing action. pay-per-view i say we stay and fight in the ring by challenging shane mcmahon to a steel cage match the best in the world hightailing it out of here this is blind with rage shane mcmahon is trying to run away from this shane mcmahon's a daddy's boy that has been handed everything with a silver spoon in his mouth this Sunday, we're going to see what happens when a silver spoon meets a steel cage. Just remember this. I am the best in the world. There will be nowhere to run. There will be nowhere to hide. The Miz versus Shane locked inside a steel cage. So what have you thought of the build-up to this match, Dan? Um, well, you know, I certainly thought it was going to be over at WrestleMania after that huge superplex, but Shane managing to get his arm across. And he's just been a constant thorn in the side of The Miz ever since then. And, uh, you know, you, you obviously know it was going to be building up towards uh, another match. The Miz's dad, I don't think he's going to be here tonight because he's got a few independent <laughs> um, a few independent dates to meet. But Shane O'Mac, it was absolutely brilliant to see him wrestling last week on Raw. Um, you know, he, he isn't a terrible. I mean, we've seen worse in the ring. Look, are people going to have a go at me. I'm a mark for Shane McMahon, and I don't care, all right? I don't care anymore. Seeing him live was like the, the, the little boy inside of me was, was so excited. Because how many times have you seen Shane McMahon come out, at, you know, and even this now, you know, help the ring announcer being the best in the world. <laughs> It's just entertaining, and and I'm sorry, I know I shouldn't be. So I know he's like the number one heel and whatever it is, but come on, it's it's not his fault. He's just doing his job, isn't he? You know, um, prediction wise in this one, well, this is an interesting one because I I was debating this one because the Miz needs to get a victory here because he lost at WrestleMania, surely. But this is WWE, so that's why I've gone Shane McMahon. So I've gone Shane O'Mac just because. Well, the thing is about this is that Roman Reigns comes out and interferes or something like that because if they're going to carry on with Reigns and Shane, doesn't Shane need to be best? Even though I love The Miz, don't get me wrong, if he comes out here <clears throat> and The Miz means business as he's coming out here. I thought you liked The Miz. Take, and there you go, The Miz being like Bret Hart, a la Bret Hart. A la Bret. A la Bret. As he gives a young fan his glasses and what a cool dude The Miz is. And what a rival it's been for these two starting off in Saudi Arabia and continued ever since. It might never end, but the Miz wants to get in. So have you seen anything? Oh, hang on a minute. Shane McMahon is trying to get out of here, which is a great idea. Go on, Shane. Go on, son. Oh, Shane nearly escaping. The Miz dragging him back down into the ring, throwing him right hand. The Miz on the attack early, but he's locked in there with Shane O'Mac. And Shane doesn't want any of the Miz at the moment. But he catches himself, low fair play to that. And now Miz with the Miz kicks to uh, Shane. So have you seen anything different in the Miz since his face turn? Anything to 
be excited about or be a fan of, Dan? Um, not really. You know, I've always said he's very good on the mic. All that strong in the ring. I think he's definitely improved these past few years. I think there's no denying that fact. Uh, and the thing I like that we've seen recently that we didn't see before on his previous face run, it's kind of a little bit of fire. You know, a little bit of kind of... When, when you know, we saw we saw on Raw and SmackDown coming out and just being like, right, I'm going to get involved in this. This is what kind of what I do. Uh, and it's good to see that because not many people can really have the kind of fire of a face that you do and then the kind of annoyance as a heel... Which, uh, Shane McMahon, should be said, can do both as well, we've seen yeah. before, so, you know. Well, I understand, you know, The Miz kind of using the Daniel Bryan kicks when he was in a feud against Silly. Him. But I think The Miz uses them better than Bryan. <laughs> well, Shane finally managing to stop The Miz onslaught and send him into the side of the cage. Now Shane with a vicious sidekick, and these right hands are going to bust The Miz up. And Shane's got Miz with nowhere to go at the moment. Two. Win like a man or win like a muck man? Well, this is the thing. I think as long as you get the victory, any means necessary. I think we've always said this as well. As long as you can get out there with the W. And this is what Shane has managed to do by hook or crook recently. And look, now Shane's not even interested. Now he's got the upper hand on them. And this is what Shane O'Mac has been all about. Can go near assault. I think, you know, a lot of people should credit that. I mean, this man faced the Undertaker at WrestleMania, goddammit. Well, he had a great match against Kurt Angle in the ring. Yeah, fantastic. Kurt Angle and Shane McMahon that night. For a <laughs> well, Shane knows how tough the Miz is. He won't be surprised by that. Well, Shane is best in the world. I heard some CM Punk chants earlier. I wonder, I wonder if, uh, you know, if there's any other wrestler. I know I don't want to talk about Punk, but if there's any wrestler that have cheered five years after he's left the country. I know it might be one of those chants like Watson woos now, you know, but still. I think it's Shane O'Mac. He's set to go uh, from coast to coast. Here he comes. No, oh. the Miz catches him, drags him into the middle of the ring, looking for the figure four, locks it in. And Shane might tap here. He's in serious trouble. Flair talk. I don't know. And Shane using the ropes to try and get out now, pulling the Miz's body weight. And now Shane just can't struggle out. Miz drags him back in. And now Shane's going. No, the Miz has got the leg. Uh-oh. Oh, Shane dragged the chair in with him. Boat up, though, to avoid the chair shot. And we got a chair roughly in between the pair of them. Miz looking at Shane and then looking at the chair and then Shane looking at Miz and then looking at the chair. And we get Miz's awesome chant and Miz grabs the chair. Shane begging off as any true heel would. He's going to get his comeuppance. <laughs> oh. oh, Shane trying to crawl away but got caught. Oh, we know it means business. When a person in control slams the door shut. Oh, no, he's opened it for Shane. Oh, well, the Miz could get out at any moment, but it's not about that right now. It's about revenge. And huge chair shots to the back, going off like gunshots. And the Miz just absolutely wailing at the back of Shane O'Mac with that steel chair. He's like a man possessed. You've had enough? I'll tell you when it's enough. And the fans chant for one more time. Going to finish with a skull-crushing finale on top of chair. Well, he's talking trash to Shane. Boom! Oh. in the cover. Wow. Shane gets his foot on the rope. It's... <laughs> yeah. All right, fair enough. Apparently you can. Apparently. I'll take that, thank you very much. Well, there's no way he was going to kick out. Uh, then again, Shane could make any rule he wants inside the steel cage, though. <clears throat> and he's getting up. He is getting up. And credit, credit to him. And the fans chanting bullshit on that one. He picked that one up. Yeah, well, you know, Michael Cole has to reference it. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, well, well, Miz going for a skull crushing for the top. Shane O'Mac fighting out with some big back elbows. Froze the Miz. 
Well, Shane went down like a sack of potatoes. And uh, I mean, Shane is tough because he's taking more punishment and yet he's recovering quicker than the Miz. Yes. And it yes, just it just shows you how good Shane McMahon is. He's the best in the world. Well, how bad at selling he is. Ah, so he's been offside the hell in the cell for fuck's sake. You know, a skull crush for last year. He lost that match. All right. Well, Shane now going to go up and going to... Oh. oh, no, the Miz still chair whacking the ankle of Shane. McMahon still trying to escape. And the Miz just with big right hands. Now both men in a very precarious... Oh, it must be up at least 20 foot in the air. At least 25 foot. And Shane's trying to get out, but the Miz has got hold of him. And Shane, like I said, be sweating profusely, so he's easy to lose grip. Just slip and slide out. Yes, I suppose you do have a point there. Yeah. And now Shane... The sweatier you are, the harder it is to grip. Exactly. Oh! oh. And Miz just dragging him off. The Miz could have climbed over. Chose not to. Frogs... One, two... Yes! But McMahon with the kick out. Uh-huh. Well, that was like Eddie Guerrero fox splash off the top there by the Miz. That that, uh, look at the drop by Shane on the replay. <laughs> oh, but Shane, though. How the hell did Shane recover so quickly? He's got the triangle. I think Shane might have faster recovery times than, you know, John Cena. I'd like to see how quick he recovers after a pedigree. <laughs> yeah. He should just get straight up from it, really piss everybody off. To the roll-up. To the brightness. And now Shane's got the door open. He's halfway out. The crawl. Miz jumps onto his feet. Back in. And now work. Look, send him inside of the cage. Slingshot. Shane lands on the rope toe. Looking to escape. Oh, fuck. Well, this is how it all happened at Mania. With a superplex. Well, the Miz is thinking about it. He's more than thinking about it. He's got Shane locked up ready for it. Oh. Trying to just drag Shane's body over the top of the cage. Hold on, Shane. Miz is going high for a bit more leverage. Oh, my God. He's going to pull Shane's head off. <laughs> and he's trying to get him back. No, Shane. Slip out. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's because... That's brilliant. Because he was sweating, he slips out of his shirt. <laughs> we knew it was coming handy. The Miz can't believe it. It's WWE. Dream... Faces don't need to win because Shane is the best in the world. Oh, my God. I'll accept that thing. Actually, here on live on the podcast, admit that Shane McMahon is the best wrestler that has ever existed in the world. Shane McMahon is the greatest wrestler that ever existed. Right, so next time we do... Shane McMahon is my number one. (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, What did you think of that match, then? It wasn't terrible. It was, uh, you know, it was very good for what it was, but it is weird. It is weird. It is weird that Shane McMahon is beating The Miz. Uh, But that does mean I get another point, and it goes 3-1 now at Money in the Bank. That's Corey Graves, Mark Cole, and Renee Young on commentary. And, of course, as we get ready for our next match. Oh, wait a minute. Mick Foley announces WWE newest title tomorrow night. Title B, then. Hmm. No. If it's... Well... It's not going to be hardcore, is it? Is it? Is it? No, it's not going to be hardcore. Is it? it? What do you reckon? Um, I'm going to say television championship. European championship. Well, wait a minute. We're backstage and... Zane hanging upside down. Oh, Triple H telling him to get the camera away, but we all know he done that because we, we, we spoke about Braun Strowman losing his spot to Sami Zayn. I guess he's hogtied him there. 
So up next is the Cruiserweight title on the line then. It's Tony Nese going against uh, Davari. And we see the champion coming out first and Davari coming out in a Mercedes. Well done, James. You yeah. managed to identify a car after I told you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. Now we go through the uh, the, <laughs> the announcement team. Uh, but it's all about build up for this match. That's probably one of the least excited I've been for a Cruiserweight title match in quite some time. Is that I'm... because Buddy Murphy's not in it? No, we spoke about this on the last uh, network review for the month. And it's because they're missing lots of things. Not just, like you said, your, your ex-champ... Uh, your former Cruiserweight champion, Buddy Murphy. People like um, Mustafa Ali and, of course, uh, Cedric Alexander as well, taking away the colour heart and soul. And it's not been kind of much watch, must-watch TV recently. And I feel that's kind of missing out a little bit on that. Uh, but again, I mean, if they can deliver in the ring, it'd be interesting to see. They're getting a chance on the, uh, the main show as well. So, you know, credit to them. So, sorry, correct me if I'm wrong, but... Since Buddy Murphy's lost the championship, they've been promoted from the kickoff to the main show. Well, you know, coincidence? I think not. No, of course it's not, because with Buddy Murphy, you can have him to kick off, and that's fine. With Cruiser Age Vision, trying to give it a shot in the arm now. There's not that kind of that juggernaut champion as it was, and you kind of need to build it up in a way. I mean, like I say a lot of people go for toilet breaks right now, but still, hopefully some of them will stick with this. Uh, Dan, who have you gone for in this match? Anthony Nessie. I've gone for Tony Nese. This one. So it'd be quite interesting. Why have you gone Nice for them? Um, I, I just don't think Davari's championship material. Well, he's going to try and prove us all wrong here tonight because I feel the same way as well. It'd be interesting. But, and then again, his brother did compete at a W pay for you, so they've got a little bit of history there between them. The back elbow by Tony Nice, nice moonsault, and then dodging the clothesline. Kick to the midsection, knee to the chest. I'm looking for the leg sweep, but Davari ducking, uh, jumping over it, ducking the kick, but getting caught with the second time round. Spinning heel kick, drops into the mat, and then drops a leg across his head. Goes for a cover, but only a two count. Two. Oh, and Nice hanging Davari up over the top right as he jumps over to the outside. Goes up top. Springboard's off the second, looking for a moonsault. Davari moved out of the way. Nice landing on his feet. It's chucked over the top rope, lands on the apron. And Davari just raking Tony Nice's head all the way along the rope. Bit of rope burn there. And now Davari throws Nice back in. But it seems weird 205 Live has kind of gone with that original core of people from the CWC. It's like, well, if you stick around, you will get your chance sometime. It's like Nice and Davari, two guys who maybe... I mean, I've been a fan of Nice, but with Davari, you never thought you'd have like a kind of a title opportunity. And lo and behold, you know, he was managing Hideo Tommy a couple of months ago. So maybe... Indeed, yes. But it's, um, you know, that is the refreshing thing about 205 Live. I think everyone is on kind of a level playing field, you know. Anyone can win it. You know, we we say that Tavari's not championship material, but nothing's to say that he can't win the title. Yeah, I mean, we'll be out of the realms of possibility as well to try, you know, make a little bit of a surprise. Huge Irish whip to the corner, and Tavari's in full control now. Not too sure on his... Uh, his... No, never found a gold chassis. Buddy Murphy leaves it, turns to shit, doesn't it? Well, Tavari is... <laughs> It's because he, he dropped, Nice dropped on his fucking... Nice lands on his front rather than land on his feet. It's so many botches. Davari sent into that second turnbuckle. Yeah, this is what we mean by Davari not being a championship material. Yeah. But then again, you know, that could be down to Davari's high enough. Yeah, it was... 
It might be a little bit of nerves. Like I said, this is quite a big position to be in. You know, you're trying to get the crowd behind you. And if you feel like it's not really working, then what can you do? I mean, Nice had the luxury of kind of being in his hometown last time out and going against someone like Buddy Murphy. And that's not a criticism to Devon, like you said. Tony Nice nipping up, though. He's all fired up to try and finish this one off. Back elbow. But Davari recovers, chucks him over the top. Nice landed on the apron. Step up, kick to the head. Nice with a springboard. Hits it this time. Goes for the cover. One, two. Oh. No. Only a two count. Two. Oh, getting a boring chance as well. But Davari trying to fight at the pump handle with uh, elbow. Davari with an inverted DDT for the cover. No, Nice managing to kick out. Ah. Most of the people here, they, you know, probably only watch Raw and SmackDown. They really don't know who the fuck these two guys are. That's the whole point of a promo video. They're trying to build interest into it. Maybe that's what you need in this match. A little video about these two guys telling you something about them. Don't help the audience, I'm afraid. Nice caught with a knee. Oh, this has been terrible, but here we go. Nice pump handle. No, Devaro with the backslide. Follows up with the elbow, but Davari dodging it, kicking Nice. Nice caught with a chop now in a dangerous position. Nice sent all the way to the outside from the top turnbuckle by Davari with a vicious assault. Fighting out, hits a cartwheel to dodge Davari's attack, Cla- clocks him with a huge right. This time, Davari plants him to oh, Nice with the kick out. Oh. The near falls in this match mean nothing because of the crowd aren't invested into it either. But Davari thrown to the outside. Nice flying over the top rope, taking out Davari, landing on his feet, throws him back into the ring. He should have hit that move first. (laughs) 450. One, two, no. Davari managing to get the shoulder up at two. Two. Ricochet spinning on. Davari's in the corner ready for the running knees, but comes out of it. Super kick to the jaw. Now Davari all the way up. Frog splash picks him up. Hammerlock clothesline turns him inside out. One, two, four. only a two count. Two. I've never seen the commentators more involved in, in excited about a match that, rather than the fans. Bless them, the three of them are trying. And now Davari on the second rope. Nice recovering with a running slap. Springboards up. Hurricane runners Davari down. Boom! Running Nice. One, two, three. Well, Tony Nice is still your cruiserweight champion in... And what I'm going to say has been the worst cruiserweight title match that we've seen since CWC came since back. Enzo was champion. I think even Enzo matches have been better than that. I've, I've, I've no. Shut. En- don't. En- no. Enzo never. was never bland. No, you can no. never say. No. You can never no. say. No. Enzo was bland. La, 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 la. There was always an opinion about him. Whereas with Nice. I think he's a little bit bland for me. I don't know if he's missing out. And if I'm watching a match and I'm trying to get behind this kind of good-looking guy, great physique, well, how am I going to feel get behind him? You know what I mean? It's, it's an interesting thing. It wasn't a very good match at all. But we move on. Well, you know, I want to take the positives away from that match and Tony did look good. The moves that he does and the things that he does against a better opponent, Tony can have a very good match. But it's still saying missing from him. That's what I find. Uh, scores both get a point and it's 4-2. As we head backstage and Triple H having a word with Braun Strowman. Whoa. Well, Triple H has gone out to Braun Strowman. He says that. What are you done to Sammy? You think that's going to get you into the money in the bank? Have you escorted off? I'm not going to get the police involved. I'm asking you, as your boss, to leave. And Strowman's like, whatever. And now 
is gone. So uh, a very, very interesting times for Braun Strowman. He said he didn't do it, but he's been sent out. And up next, it's now the women's title on the line. It's Becky Two Belts. Well, up next is Becky Lynch versus Lacey Evans for the Raw Women's Championship. And let's have a look at the promo. She's here to get rid of all these nasties. I am here to clean up this entire women's division with a woman's rights. This is sassy. This is classy. This is what superstars are made of. Because a lady knows how to curry favor and use her influence to get exactly what she wants and what I want is that Raw Women's Championship oh my no she didn't the woman's right and Becky is not gonna take that you entice the man you get fist you absolute plank are getting on my last nerve do not confuse my recent happiness with contentment because I will go to the money in the bank pay-per-view and I will dismantle you because I can. Because I have walked through hell to get these titles. You are made a red-headed devil if you think you're going to take them away from me. Well, isn't this just adorable? Lacey Evans with a woman's right! Allow a lady to educate you on a thing or two, honey. I will teach the man how to respect a lady. Oh, Lacey Evans going right after Becky Lynch and the fight is on. The sassy Southern Belle has put the man on notice. Lacey Evans is coming after her Raw Women's Championship. Lacey, you're going to feel the crippling pressure of having to back up everything that you've said while the champ stomps down on the back of your neck. Because it's time for the man to go back to collecting her debts. It's time that I clean up the nasty and restore class back to the Raw Women's Championship. And after I teach Becky Tubelt about a woman's rights, she'll have a new nickname, Becky Black Eye. Oh my God! And come to think of it, I'll have a new nickname too. Lacey Evans, Raw women's champion so Dan what have you thought of the build up to this match um, I think it's been interesting certainly having Lacey Esmonds as a competitor even though we've not really seen her too much in the ring on the main roster um, it is it is refreshing to see some difference uh, Lacey Evans is she the difference I wanted to see and expected to see no she's not but you know, could she potentially hold the championship? Not against Becky Lynch. But she's here, and she's in the match. She is in the match. And like I said, the oh, look, she's uh, shooting off money into the crowd. Of course, it's all about money in the bank. 
And I don't mind Lacey Evans, the Southern, you know, Belle. She comes out here. But with Becky Two Belts, they're, they're trending, trend, you know, it's a fine line between uh, what they do, you know, having to have two matches and overexposure. We've seen them both Raw and SmackDown. But again, I still don't think it's a time to end that here tonight. Uh, I think it'll be interesting to see what goes on. So, James, on that note, on that Lacey Evans note, who have you gone for? Hang on. Who have you gone for in this match, you fucking tall? Well, Dan, in this match, I have gone for Becky Lynch. Well, James, in this match, I have gone for and still champion Becky Lynch. Yeah, I think, like you said, I don't normally agree with you, but I don't think Evans is just ready for the title just yet. And I think with Lynch, there's a lot she can still do. And the fans definitely behind her singing along with her theme tune. She is still the man. Yeah, she may not be as hot as she was six months ago. But, you know, she's definitely still uh, getting a reaction. She had a great reaction in London as well, didn't she? A huge reaction. Yeah, you know, it is uh, as close to home as she gets, pretty much. But, you know, it is, uh, yeah, she was absolutely loved in England. And so she should be as well. She has pulled that off brilliantly. You know, Becky Lynch, a complete career turnaround since becoming the man. And, you know, you've got to say thanks to Nia Jax as well, you know, the woman who broke her nose and kind of turned her into the man. Without a doubt, you know. Uh, if that hadn't happened and she, she's faced Rousey and lost at Survivor Series, will we see Becky now? And this is sometimes how it can work out better than originally planned. But here we go. The Raw Women's title is on the line. The man sandwich. Becky, two belts. Well, whatever happens to Becky Lynch, she walks out of this match with at least one title. Yeah, credit to her, yeah. So she's in. But here we go, and Evans versus Lynch. And what does Lacey Evans have to do if she wants to kind of upset everybody here tonight and get victory over Lynch? Um, I don't know. She's going to need uh, something very shocking, uh, maybe some outside assistance, uh, you know, uh, an enforcer that we've not been made aware of to this point. Um. You know, we've already seen a cheeky roll-up shock victory, so we're not probably not going to see this tonight. I think Lacey Evans probably should have fought Becky Lynch after she had gone against Charlotte Flair. Well, this is the thing, but we don't know if Charlotte's putting the strings backstage and trying to get a better position for it, and uh, trying to get a weakened Lynch. But I think with Evans, she has got a big uh, weapon in her inventory, and uh, the women's right, and we haven't yes, seen that, you know. But will the women's right knock out the man? We've seen what Nia Jax can do. So, like you said, pointed out, with that, it would be interesting. She is susceptible to a punch in the face. But so, well, Becky Lynch is not one that shies away from delivering a punch no, to the right. throat. And this is why it should be such a great fight, because you've got so, such contrasting styles. And now here comes Lynch. Baseball side takes out Lacey Evans. But I think the confidence is going to play a huge factor into Becky Lynch. Well, if Lynch can get a victory over Evans and then move on to what Charlotte in that way, you know, and then or just in the general attitude she's had recently. Just in her general attitude that she's had recently. Lacey Evans looks like she's trying to escape into the fans. Lynch pulls her back and just bounces her off the edge of the ring apron. Will we see Charlotte walking straight down there after Becky Lynch has finished her match? Well, you would think that you'd give Becky Lynch a bit of rest and let her recover some next match. It's kind of... We haven't seen it that often, someone having two matches, especially for two championships. As Lacey catches Becky there, sends her into the turnbuckle. Just drops her to the mat by her arm. Her game plan, just going to attack Becky Lynch. Uh, attack the arm, and when she's worrying about the arm, just crack her with a woman's right. 
Last time these two women interacted was on Raw was uh, when Evans planted Lynch for a table with the help of Charlotte Flair. I'll tell you what, that was nice by Evans then. It was like a kind of the old gator roll all the way outside. And then bounces Lynch's arm off the edge of the ring apron now she's wrapping it around the ring post. But like you said though, the thing is Lynch has been through a lot of stuff these past few months of injuries and I don't think she's truly 100%. Especially what happened on Raw there, there's no way that she's going to be heading into this match. Maybe Evans can do that. Just but he's still going for her to win. Lynch throws Evans out to the, what's that bit called? Apron and kicks away at Lynch. Oh, very impressive from Evans. <laughs> just jumps over the top rope and drops the elbow to the midsection of Lynch. Oh. <laughs> oh, horror. I was impressed. Am I not allowed to be? Are you not impressed, <laughs> boy? And now Evans all over Becky Lynch. Got the submission in. Got the arm back. Working her hard. And just pulls the back of her head down. And now keep holding the arm. And now pulling on the nose. <laughs> Lynch trying to fight out as much as she can, though. Manages an arm drag takedown. Knee to the midsection by Evans. Swinging neck breaker. Rolls through on top of Lynch. Got the leg hooked. No, only a two count. Two. Oh, my God. Wait a minute. Lacey Evans now. Oh, how much is she selling that? Uh, for? I do bless you. She's got a tissue. Now wiping the sweat and put it in Lynch's mouth. And that might have the wrong effect. It's got to halt Lynch up. She's got overconfident. Lynch caught herself on the apron. Was banging on that fucking <laughs> Huge kick to Evans' face. And now Lynch back in on that second rope. Boom, huge forearm takedown. Mm-hmm. Now Lacey Evans, maybe from becoming Raw Women's Champion. No, Lynch fighting out as much as she can. You know she's never going to go down without a fight. Oh, there we go. Evans went for the women's right. Lynch dodged it. Hit a couple of clotheslines and a kind of like a spinning heel kick. It's another one to the midsection. Exploder. No, Lynch's eyes mean business now. Throws Evans off. Lynch climbs up to the top. Boom, seated drop kick. Another little bo- Well, Lynch with a drop kick sent Evans to the outside, but followed up quickly, sends her back in. No. And she goes for the cover, but Evans managing to kick out. Ah. Well, the fans shouting Becky two belts as Lynch going all the way up. No, Evans rolls through. Lynch runs towards her, gets caught. <laughs> that was like a springboard RKO. I don't think it was meant to be, and a knee to the face. Kick to the chest. Oh. oh. Only a two. Two. Oh, Evans so close there. Well, the big kick can get the job done, and now Evans got hold of Lynch's hair. But Lynch not having any of that. Rolling under. Only a two count. Two. Lynch grabs the arm down. Too close to the ropes. Oh, and Evans. Evans straight onto that bottom rope. A little bit of intelligence there. Knew exactly where she was, and now Lynch getting distracted by the ref. Oh, chop block to the back of the left knee. Roll up by Evans. And the shoulders aren't down. The referee's not in position properly. Lynch rolls through with a disarmer. Evans taps out. But how much more has Becky Lynch got left for well, her next match? Well, yeah, but Lynch managing to beat Lacey Evans here with a disarmer. I don't know why the referee, it gave Lynch a second to manage to turn it around. But what did you think of the match? Um, well, yeah, you know, there was a, a few missed spots throughout. Um, you know, is that Evans' kind of big stage nerves? Um, Becky Lynch not being 100% fully fit? I, I, I don't know, you know, it's it could be a combination of both of them. I think Evans performed quite well on that stage. I'm not going to say the, the blame wholly lies on Lynch, but I think if she's kind of, you know, more the veteran one, she could be 
guiding Evans a little bit better. And you could tell a couple of times, you know, she was talking her through it. But, I mean, it was all right for what it did. And Becky Two Belts continues as she leaves now with the two belts. As Charlotte's music hits, she's not going to wait around for her match against Becky. Well, Charlotte wants the match now. And, of course, she's got the... uh, the pool backstage. He's pulling off a few people backstage. Charlotte Flair not even doing her usual shtick to get into the ring. She wants this match right here, right now. Oh, Charlotte is so ultra confident. And this is all plays into the fact with Ronda Rousey as well. She took Lynch's spot at Survivor Series and kind of had this kind of new attitude. She says Lynch was doing, you know, the man character of Rick, what Ric Flair and what Charlotte is doing now. So, I mean, it's interesting times with Lynch... Has got no chore with Evans. So, uh, prediction-wise, Dan, who is it? You? Who have you gone for in this match? I have gone for Charlotte. You've gone for Charlotte. I have gone for Becky Two Belts Lynch. I hope that this is the last time Charlotte and Lynch face off for a very long time. I don't know about you. I do as well. Yeah. For me, it's just kind of like uh, you know. We've we've seen it. It's good, but we didn't need a rematch so soon after WrestleMania. And I hope Lynch gets the victory and then can move on from Charlotte. So why have you gone Charlotte then? Well, you know, I've gone for similar thinking. You know, Charlotte gets the victory, fucks off to SmackDown. Lynch is on Raw. They don't have to cross paths ever again. Yeah. That's actually a great way of looking at things. And Lynch, who is not 100%, as we can see, has the leg worked on. <laughs> and Charlotte struck. And Charlotte on attack early on. Shoulders to the midsection of Becky Lynch. Becky trying to fight out as much as she can. Hits it. But I think Charlotte's still got the upper hand. As she walks into a boot from Lynch. And a double foot stomp. Lynch looking to come off the top. But Charlotte sidestepping her. And a kick to that shoulder. Well, these women know each other so well. And that's the thing that we're seeing. With Charlotte, they can second guess the moves they're going to take. They're going to have to make different ones as well. And that might lead to mistakes. Lynch sends Charlotte into the turnbuckle, catches herself, though, and sends Lynch down on the apron. Oh, <laughs> Lynch there. Oh, my God, Charlotte. Oh, the old top rope bump. Roll up from Lynch. One, two. Oh, no, only a two count. Two. Charlotte up first over huge chop to the chest. And Lynch in serious trouble. And can you believe Charlotte is going for a ninth women's title? It's incredible when you consider she hasn't been there. You know, same time as Lynch and Bailey. I'm not saying she's a chosen one, but, you know, nine-time champ. Oh, I know, yeah. And Lynch going for the drop kick, but it's getting caught. Charlotte turning it round into a Boston Crab. Well, there's one thing I could be pretty sure about is Becky won't tap. Uh, Charlotte is ruined a lot when it comes to Oscar, beating her twice. Mountain. But Charlotte's had since the pictures, yeah. But I was about to say, they didn't look like, like metal packs of butter before. What do they look like now? She's just her nose as well, right? Yeah. And Charlotte, definitely meaning business, thinks Lynch is beaten. But that happened, don't forget, at a lane. And Lynch managed to get her place. Yes, thanks to Ronda Rousey getting involved. I don't think it's going to happen here tonight. But still, Lynch managed to come back from all adversity. And they get proper yay and nay. And that's one thing has changed throughout the years with WWE's. Usually, the women's match would have been the Cruiserweight title match here tonight. But now, <laughs> it's actually getting featured. And the three behind it. Well, this is our third women's match. And now, Charlotte looks to end things. Big boot, Becky Lynch sidestepped it though. Catches Charlotte with a flying forearm. Rick, I'd rather. <laughs> yeah. Oldwood. And now both women trading, but Charlotte might have more meat at the end of her shots. And now Lynch getting fired up. Becky Lynch getting the upper hand. Huge thund- thundering rights. 
trying to get Charlotte down for the disarmer. But Flair turns it around. Body weight at Lynch. Stepping on the side of Lynch's face. And now Charlotte on the apron with Becky. Looking for the natural selection on the edge of the ring. But Lynch holding on to the second rope. Charlotte falling with a thud to the outside. Oh, Lynch, yeah, exactly. Yeah, let her get a count out. She still holds on to a title that way. A referee five. And, oh! Lacey Evans with a woman's right. Oh, shit. Right behind the referee's back. Oh, not like this. No, Lynch with a roll-up. One, two, two, three. Oh, no. Only a two. Two. Oh, come on, ref. You should have counted that. Three. Oh, fuck off. Oh, cheating cunt. Out of luck. How is that fair with two women getting rolled? Referee should have counted to three there. Unbelievable, yeah, Charlotte. Samoa's Joe's shoulders weren't down when Ray got the count, so <sighs> all's fair in love and wrestling. Oh, at least you've perked up now then. Yes, yeah, Charlotte is your new women's champion. Not a bad match. I can't believe... And the story is, Lacey Evans has cost Becky Tuber. She's still Royal Women's Champion, but a huge shot. And I'm not sure what happened at the end, but the boot. And Charlotte now is nine-time women's champion. Madness. Oh, only seven off her dad. <laughs> and she's saying to Lynch, you're crying. Wow. What do you think of uh, that? Well, it certainly was better than the one before. And, it, you know, it shows that these two women certainly have chemistry together. Uh, oh, hang on a minute. Becky's just gone straight after <laughs> Lacey Evans, the woman who cost her a match. And, uh, yeah, you know, you pissed Becky Lynch off. You're going to regret it. Well, everything's fair in love and war. She's working over the knees now, is Lynch. Oh, and Charlotte coming in from behind. Boss around Lacey Evans. Telling her to get Becky Lynch into the ring. They might have come up with this master plan in the past week or so. Maybe even at Raw. Yeah. <laughs> and Charlotte now with a shots to Lynch. There ain't no stopping me now. Well, the fans chart, we want Bailey, and I don't think we are getting it down. As Lacey Evans holding Becky Lynch. Arms behind her as Charlotte chops the chest. Well, Lynch has got no friends here at the moment. Sasha Banks. Sasha <laughs> Banks. Hey! It's uh, Bailey. Here comes Bailey. Miss Money in the Bank helping out a friend. Takes out Charlotte. Goes straight after Evans. That's it, Bailey. Fighting off Evans. Well, she's not cashing in. She's just here to be a friend to Lynch. Bailey to Bailey. Taking out Evans. And Charlotte trying to attack Bailey from behind. Goes straight back after Lynch, though. Well, Charlotte just assaulting both women now. And you've got the two women's champions in there. And, of course, Miss Bunny in the bank. And Charlotte's going to leave with a championship. She isn't. No, she wants to hurt Bailey. No, Bailey sidesteps, throws Charlotte head first into the turnbuckle. Bailey just using the ropes to get herself up. Does she realise now? Charlotte's down. <laughs> She's having a look. She's got a contract for a match anytime she likes. She didn't come down to cash in, but she might take that opportunity to now. Well, the fans certainly want her to. James? Well, I doubt anything to get the title of Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> come on, Bailey. Well, Charlotte's going to recover in time, is she? she? She's just there going, fuck it. I'm cashing it in. Hands it off to the ref right now. And Bailey's cashing in. And well, Charlotte needs to get to her feet first. Well, no, she doesn't. The bell's rung. Oh my God, Bailey's going for the cover. No, she's not. She's going up top. And Bailey, all the way up, drops the elbow, goes for the cover. One, two, two three. three. <laughs> <laughs> well, Charlotte's just won and lost her ninth championship. 
And Bailey from Miss Money in the Bank to SmackDown Women's Champion. What She's a moment. She's done Alexa Bliss. <laughs> but the right way. The facey way. She didn't interfere during the match. She went to help her friend and realised Charlotte and May. If Charlotte had left with that title belt, she went to give uh, Bailey a chance. And Bailey realises and capitalised, and rightly so. And now, hopefully, we've got a new face of the SmackDown Women's Division. Get rid of Charlotte. We don't need Charlotte. We just need Bailey and Lynch. Dan, what are your thoughts? It certainly is a very, very, very feel-good moment. This is, you know, this is something that you want to see. And, you know, the right, the right woman won the match, uh, the women's Money in the Bank ladder match, and the right woman won this as well, you know. Um, she didn't cash in against Becky Lynch. She beat Charlotte Flair for it, who beat Becky Lynch, which is the right way to do it after Becky was screwed out of the title. Not cleanly. Well, I'm shocked that it's happened here tonight because, you know, I weren't sure how we were going to do it. I didn't think it was going to happen. But Bailey has won it and goes to the hugger section now to celebrate. And, and credit Bailey. No one deserves it more. I can't believe what a night she has had. And you can see how happy Bailey is. And Bailey now is first woman, woman to win, uh, yeah, tag yeah. team titles, Raw Women's Championship, and the SmackDown Championship as well. Triple this is, crown. This is when Banks comes back the next night yeah. on Raw. Uh, Raw. It is Raw, isn't it? Smackdown. Smackdown. He's done out on Smackdown and says, uh, hello, friend. And that'd be fucking awesome. Uh, oh, yeah, well, that'd be fucking awesome. And we see Bailey celebrating. Papa, fuck off. So can we have a... Okay, so after that, Dan, you get the point. So it goes 4-3 after seven matches. And of course, there are a few left. And one of them is Roman Reigns. At last, you see Roman... Walking towards the ring, getting oh, ready no, for his Elias match. Oh, no, skulking behind him, though, with a guitar in hand. Oh, no, he can't. Oh, oh. yes, he did. Clocks reigns over the back with that guitar. Well, it'll be the second man who can't compete in the match tonight, then, I guess, because Sami Zayn was out of money in the bank, Strowman's left, and now Elias. Maybe it's Elias going around hitting people with guitars. And then hanging them upside down. He could do, I suppose. He's got the guitar string. <laughs> I don't know, he might be kinky. Well, Roman Reigns isn't walking with Elias tonight. How is Elias going to play if he hasn't got his guitar? What is the point of Elias I'm coming sure out here? He's a, he could sing with Elias. Well, he's bought an attack place. one and he's bought a real one. Well, Reigns may be out backstage and Elias coming out here looks to celebrate. So I guess that's our next match. Well, it's not our next match. It was going to be our next match. And he's got a chair. He's got an electric guitar. <laughs> So Elias is coming out and doing his shtick. Huh. Over the back. Play a song. Play a song. So Elias saying that his guitar mysteriously got broke earlier. I don't know how that happened. And uh, he's... Uh, I, the thing with Elias is it's the same old, same old. He comes out, fans cheer him. He has to go to town. They start booing him. He does the job. He's like a musical interlude. He doesn't really have matches anymore. Just kind of features on pay-per-views. Takes up five, ten minutes. He's just a guitar playing... <laughs> I'll well, set it from the beginning, Dan, uh, and I won't stop. Well, he's told me to quiet my mouth. If you've gone Lesnar, <laughs> you went McIntyre as well. Bless your heart. <laughs> well, he managed to finish a song. Credit to him. Elias finished his song, and he's happy he's going to leave here with all his dignity in place. So he's going to leave him one last image of him doing his pose. Uh, see, man, punch. Oh! It's Roman Reigns. Oh! 
Superman punch. Right into the movie of Elias. Well, Roman is back out of the guitar shot. And he's pissed off. And we're actually going to get matched. Referee's there. Ding, ding. Yep. Ooh. Oh. So you've gone for James Crowley? Uh, I've gone for Roman Reigns. Reigns. <laughs> <laughs> One, One, three. three. <laughs> another point Another left. point. We're on fire, baby. What a match that was. Roman Reigns wins, beating the last. We both get a point. Both go. It's 5-4 now with four matches to go. Things are heating up with some matches remaining. So, up next is the Universal Championship on the line, and it's AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins. Passion. Drive. Heart. Qualities any superstar must have if they wish to be called champion. For Seth Rollins, there has only been one passion. One drive. I came here to NXT and do what I do best. One dream. Leaping over every hurdle. Overcoming every obstacle. Climbing every mountain. I want to turn this place into Monday Night Rollins. I want to be a fighting champion. And on the grandest stage of them all, the architect came face to face with an impossible feat. And Rollins has some hope. A trifecta of stops. Seth Rollins is the Universal Champion. Realizing his dream, the Beast Slayer now sits upon the Universal Throne. But as history has shown, there is always another dream on the horizon. This is phenomenal. AJ Styles. A man many believed would never arrive in WWE, whose journey is defined by conquering every challenge set before him and created a legacy by transforming SmackDown Live into... The house that AJ Styles built! AJ Styles continues to be maybe the best performer of our generation. And after making a career of proving he is better than the best, the phenomenal one has returned to Monday Night Raw with his sights set on the ultimate prize. Two generational talents will finally collide inside a WWE ring for the Universal Championship. Seth, known you many years. I've always liked you. Rollins Styles have to team up. You got something I want, the Universal Championship. I think there was an accident, Corey. I don't see the remorse on the face of AJ Styles. We have a lot of things in common. There's one thing that I've done that you've never done. I beat Brock Lesnar. Two men. You went through hell at WrestleMania. The problem is, I just don't think you have much left. Born for greatness. You want to know how I'm holding up, how I'm doing? That's Brock Lesnar, because I was at my best. Brought together by destiny. And I will be at my best at Money in the Bank. Torn apart by the same dream. When I beat you. One looks to cement his reign and prove that slaying the beast was no mere fluke. This is not SmackDown Live, the house that you built. This is Monday Night Rollins. The other 
to validate that he is phenomenal no matter where he calls home. And Money the Bank, always standing over you as a universal champion. In the end, only one can be called champion. Now, the build-up to this has uh, been quite short ever since the Superstar shake-up with AJ Styles coming across and a bit null and void with the um, wild card afterwards. But Styles and Rollins is the kind of match that we're getting. And it's a match I think we need because they've only ever wrestled once, as we've seen in the build-up. And that was in the independent scene. And AJ's he's had success, of course, in TNA and other companies. You know, and he's come here and Seth Rollins has said, you know, now it's time for them to both face off. Is it an actual dream match, Dan? I think it is, yes. Um, AJ Styles, excuse the pun, but he is phenomenal. And Seth Rollins definitely can work a match. Um, yeah, you know, whoever wins this one, they will have deserved it. I think I think without a doubt, you know, because you talk about how great AJ Styles has been. He's kind of feuds with Nakamura and Joe, didn't really kind of set the world alight with matches. But I'm hoping here, you know, one-off affairs, you know, we've seen against Finn Balor and people like that. You know, Styles can definitely, you know, is up there with the best of them. His Intercontinental title reign last year kind of propelled him to this position now of W saying, yeah, you can go forward and hold the title belt. Because he was main event against Dolph Ziggler last year, wasn't he? You know, So I think Rollins is definitely a good talent. This is a match I'm excited for, but you know, it's, it's going to be interesting to see if it can live up to expectation. Anyway, who have you gone for in this match? And Seth Rollins. I too have gone Seth Rollins. Reasonings behind it. Well, I think, you know, after the momentum of beating Brock Lesnar, who's a uh, little while, you need a man that can carry the, carry the company. And Sorry, we're interrupted at the wrong time, because it, now it's time to... That was loud. It was very loud, yes. I think because you turned the telly up, <laughs> and you had the sound bar underneath, and we got, like, Dolby digital No, no, no I, meant, I meant in the arena. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's what, yeah. Well. Not on our 100-inch TV screen, but... Yeah, so Seth Rollins, and yeah, you were saying? Yeah, Seth Rollins, you know, uh, certainly he's going to have the momentum going into this. He's coming off the back of beating Brock Lesnar in a well-deserved Universal title match. Brock Lesnar's definitely not going to be around for a little while. You know, he's probably got UFC obligations. He's going to have matches there. So, um, you know, the man that can carry this company forward is Seth Rollins. Shown that he can lead the company. So, yeah, you know, go with... What works? He, Seth Rollins, he's very over with the fans. And you know, that's a great spot. I'll come back to that in a second. Uh, but the thing with Rollins, he's going to be a different champion than Lesnar is. He's going to defend it. He's going to be a Raw every week. He's going to be defending it every time he can. He'll be having, you know, hopefully nice long matches as opposed to kind of short ones that, uh, you know, Lesnar has done, you know. And especially with Rollins and AJ, we, we're going to see it here. I can think... Rollins has had maybe even a better career than Roman Reigns at this point, and the fans still haven't got behind him. He's kind of, you know, been treated. He's been booed when he's booed, his face when he's face, but there's no kind of negatives about it. Why is that with Rollins, but not, you know, and it, but it was with Reigns? And... Um, I, I just think, you know, these are two completely different wrestlers. You know, Seth Rollins, he, he focuses more on the... Uh... Like technical side of things, you know, he's a better technical wrestler mm. than Roman Reigns. Where Reigns is, you know, an obvious powerhouse, as we see him, dis- uh, you know, just after destroying Elias <laughs> in mere <laughs> seconds. Um, but I think, you know, with Seth Rollins, he's he's shown he can be both sides of the coin. You know, he could be the heelish heel. He was one that sold out on the Shield, sided with McMahon. Uh, you know, kind of joined the authority. 
Um, and yeah, you know, it was. It, it is, I can't explain what it is about Seth Rollins, but you know, he's well. The thing is about him; he's definitely made it. I feel that is a chance for Rollins to be remembered. Along with the likes of people like Edge, you know, and, and people like that who, who came, Randy Orton, people that came along and could, you know, have a, a strong run as a heel like he did and a strong run as a face, as in, when you say properly, winning the Royal Rumble, beating someone like Lesnar at WrestleMania. It's the same with what, what Rollins can do. And if the fans are getting behind him, then by all means, it, it works really well. It's just a shame they don't do it or no one else has done it recently. But is this going to be a 50-50 split crowd? Because obviously, you know, AJ Styles, universally loved by the world. Yes. You know, there's... Whether he's a face or a heel, you still love the hell out of him. Without a doubt, you know, I think that's the problem with AJ. It's just about respect as well. You know what he's kind of accomplished and to come here, especially, you know, getting on in his career and still be able to go in that way. But we have seen kind of heelish tendencies from AJ Styles recently. Of course, on Raw and the contract side and putting Seth Rollins through that table. So are we going to see maybe cockier side to AJ? We kind of did see it in the John Cena feud you know, a couple of years ago. We haven't seen it. I think that could work really well against Rollins because both of these men believe, and we've talked about this is how a feud should work, believe they are the best. And, and this is what it's all about, you know. Yeah, this is all about being number one. Yeah. I don't think, you know, you need the title in this match. No. But, the t- you know, the title obviously helps. And, yeah, you know, uh, maybe if AJ Styles was about five or six years younger, he'd probably be in the position of Seth Rollins. But I, I, I think the universal title, and I'm not sure... Kind of needs a lot of work into it as well to kind of bring Saint to it because I've never rated it as a world title when it first came about, and even you know in the mean you know since then it's kind of not being used right. And, and I think you said match could be a singles match, and Kofi could just be the champion of Raw and SmackDown. And I think it would be great to see Kofi versus you know Rollins and AJ and you know on the SmackDown side as well. So, what is your current stance on the Universal Championship right now? Uh for me, it's it's under the Intercontinental Title. How I so look at third. championships. Yeah, it it goes yeah, WWE Championship, Intercontinental, Universal, US. and then and in US. I mean, if you're going to count tag team titles, they're, they're probably... I love tag team wrestling anyway, so I don't know. It would be probably third on the list. But we can see how close these two guys are in the early going as well. Well, I think the Universal Championship needs... And I'm not just saying this, but it needs a Randy Orton or something like that to hold it. Right, why? No, because... Explain you your know, point someone, before I have a go at you. <laughs> someone that's been around for a while, you know, Brock Lesnar, yeah, he's been around for a while, but he's not always around. And the only other people that have held it are NXT upstart. And, you know, you need someone who's... And I'm only using them two as examples. You know, if The Undertaker or someone like that, then, you know... Their name would be included in it as well, but the, you know they're the only other two that could yeah, but hold the, it like that. The difficult thing with a championship, right, and, and this thing that I've I've just been wrestling fan is like it, it it could mean all the things as well, but it, you can do so many things to tarnish it as opposed to kind of build prestige. It's so difficult to kind of build up a championship. It takes you know kind of couple of years of. I mean, look at the WWE Championship been going since the company started. You know, and that's that's why I feel the world title in this position would be better. Because at least you've got the tradition to say it can go back to 1902 and all this kind of stuff as well. So, But then again, Universal, because it's a WWE Universe, so I should just get with the times, really. There'll be, that's what the title they're going to introduce tomorrow will be the Social Media Championship, and you win it by best tweet. <laughs> I don't know, you know what I mean, though? And these two men just exchanging in the early going. You saw Seth Rollins hitting a big clothesline. AJ responded with a beautiful drop kick. And now Styles is in a bit of control now. Got Rollins backed up. But they are so even. They are kind of polar opposites of each other as well. 
not even opposites of each other. There's similarities between the two. I guess just different where they came from in a way. Indeed, yes. You know, Seth Rollins kind of got the black and gold on of NXT, kind of repping away through how to do it, Ring of Honor into here. Joe Styles also wrote the... talking about Impact Wrestling and, of course, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Or maybe Rollins was playing possum a little bit there. Hello, possums! So do you think, you know, in uh, this build-up should have been slightly longer and, like, Styles should have kind of embraced a bit more of a heinous side? Well, yeah, especially when you've got the club doing nothing at the moment. Do you know what I mean? Just putting them together might feel a little bit more special than you kind of got the three-on-one as we've seen before with my sense. Uh, both men exchanging huge chops and neither really getting an advantage, but there's Rollins sending AJ headfirst into the second turnbuckle. But neither man really having momentum for long. It really is back and forth. And now Rollins has got AJ on the apron. Seth looking to turn Styles inside out on the apron, but Styles blocking it. You're going to see a Styles play Rollins. I think um, Styles probably has the wrestling knowledge advantage. Yeah, he's definitely, I would agree with that as well. You see, with beautiful needs. This is what I think. You know, it's not been full-on fast-paced to start off with. It's, been, it's starting to be a nice slow burn, but we're not getting the boring rest holds. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Styles hangs Rollins up over the rope, and Rollins goes flying straight towards Styles through the second and top ropes, takes him out. I think AJ hit his head off that turn. Uh, I think AJ hit his head off the side of the table as well as Rollins came through with the impact. <laughs> and now referee counting. To six. Both men rolling at exactly the same time. Seth eliminates from the Royal Rumble. Goes for... And Rollins... Rollins? And now Rollins wants to put AJ away. Brings him back in the ring. Big forearms. Comes running in. Starts with a huge forearm though as Seth comes running in. As Seth bouncing the ropes. Swing blade. So if they keep this pace up, it would be the best match ever. As <laughs> Rollins hits the forearm. Look at the springboard his way back in. Springboard close on takedown into the cover. One, two. <laughs> AJ managing to kick out. Uh. But the thing is, the crowd are into everything these two guys do. And, oh, yeah. you know. In the crowd's eyes, these won't have a bad match because no. the crowd are marks for the pair of. And now uh, Rollins with the shots to AJ. Mark Tarzan. <laughs> Oh, my God. AJ just hit the small cock. What? Oh, my God. AJ Styles there. Just hit a phenomenal move on Rollins. Dropping Rollins on his neck. Swallow you. Oh. Comes AJ running to Rollins. Hits him with a big forearm. Brings him out to the ring. He's going to go for the Styles Clash. Rollins versus us with a backslide. Now, AJ reverses back down. Now, it's Rollins who powers AJ up. Buckle bomb. Rollins going up top. Is he going to hit the frog splash? He is. What's that, the third frog splash we've seen? <laughs> yeah. Two. Two. Oh. No, Styles managing to kick out. Oh. Uh. For those of you taking a shot every time a frog splash is hit, that's your third one. You look just like Miz's. Yeah. <laughs> Miz was the third one, and I read the very. And now Rollins just pacing AJ. <laughs> Man, fucking Man. Well, Rollins puts AJ on that top turnbuckle, but Rollins, uh, Styles fighting off. But Rollins just leaps up onto the top turnbuckle. Stegs pulls the feet out. Plants. Rollins hangs on. Oh, no. Rollins rolls through with a cover. Two. Oh. No. Seth looking for the clothesline. Styles picks him up. He's got him up in a torture rack into the blue thunderbomb. And go for the cover, but no. Rollins gets his shoulder up at two. Two. <laughs> I call my dog. <laughs> and now Styles comes running into... Rollins, but he pushes him on the apron. Hits him with a forearm. Is he loading up for a phenomenal one? No. Rollins sweeps the legs. Bounces Styles' head off the turnbuckle. Hangs him up in a very precarious position. 
Now Rollins looks to take advantage of the situation. I was just trying to gather his bearings. Sponsored Watkins. And now Rollins. Oh my God. He's got AJ. <laughs> looks to put him away. Oh, inverted suplex. Sets <laughs> out with a falcon arrow maneuver. Goes for the cover, but only a two count. Two. And the crowd was going absolute bang. Oh my God. Rollins just attempted his signature move. But invertedly. Invertedly. I mean, that could snap AJ's neck and then brings him up, slams him down. Falcon L. Arrow. Hello. <laughs> and now Rollins is trying to get the ropes, pick himself up and finish this one. Is he going to try and burn it down? And now Rollins is going to go for it. Super kick to the midsection. No, Styles sidesteps it. Looking for the calf crusher. And Rollins is caught. Nowhere to go. AJ's just wrenching back on that leg of of Seth. Oh, my God. Oh, but no. Rolls through, but AJ still got hold. Now a kick to the head releases his leg. Well, both men down. I don't know why the universe named off chocolate. Oh, my God. And AJ moves off the second rope. The first DDT. Inverted DVD through to the cover, but only a two count. Two. Styles begging Rollins to get up. Daring him to get up, no. Get, get up, dude. No, Styles catches him. Uh, sorry, Rollins catches Styles. Styles falls down in a lump. Well, AJ going to go for the strike. Oh, super kick by Rollins. I'll leave your crumple down. I'll leave you crumple down in the heap. Just like AJ Styles experiencing that super kick. <laughs> yeah. And now look at these, both of these butting heads. And it is a 50-50 split at the moment. Both men, yay or yay, punches, changing punches, changing chops, kicks. Everything they can throw at their opponent. And a combination by AJ, back elbow, dodge. Step up in Seguri from Rollins. Pele kick, miss from Styles. Kick to the jaw. Can he burn it down? Rollins to end it. Oh, <laughs> Styles catches him, turns into Styles clash. Rolls round. One, One two. two. Oh, oh, no. Rollins managing to kick out. Uh, Still not as good as Cameron. Seriously, that is one of my favourite reversals of that move. Well, AJ can't believe it. He's looking at Rollins like he's not human. Shane. And now Rollins just staring off at AJ. With a far away look in his eyes and styles. Well, if this wasn't personal, he's, he's gained a respect for him, I think, in this. And how they started it with a contract sign. They're going to end it right now. Phenomenal forearm. No, caught by Rollins. Ripcord knee. Styles falls in a crumpled mess. <laughs> a huge super kick. <laughs> oh my god, he dislocated his jaw. And now Rollins. Curb stomp. Can he get the cover? One, One two, two, three. Wow. Seth Rollins beats AJ Styles. I think there's a couple of things we learnt in that match. Well. One thing we didn't learn is the fact that AJ and Seth Rollins are fantastic wrestlers. Uh, but we already knew it. The curb stomp's a new pedigree. I mean, the curb stomp puts everybody down. Put Brock Lesnar down. They are selling the hell out of that. As for the match itself, well, what can you say? What do you expect? We said it would be good. Did it? Was it as good as I thought it was going to be? In a way, yes, because I really enjoyed it. But I, I don't know. Dan, what are your thoughts? I thought it was an absolute brilliant match. Again, it was two flawless competitors working very, very well together. Um, you know, it was it was just the perfect way I like to watch a match. You know, a slow burn, no rest holds that go on for about five minutes. Um, a couple of finishes, which are good. Um, you know, I, I think 
it should have taken just a touch more to put AJ Styles down. Like, that is my only negative I'm going to throw into this match. Yeah. Well, it, like I said, they're selling the hell out of the curb stomp. And AJ, credit to him, you know, put in a position and he uh, succeeded. What's next? If you're going to continue, I would love to see a series between these two men because of the colour reversals and everything like that. There wasn't a single mistake. Wait a minute. AJ Styles is climbing back into the ring. Oh, my God. Is he going to give Rollins some respect for the victory? Was he going to beat him up? Is he going to embrace the dark side? Was he not expecting Seth to turn round? He's got his fist clenched. Are they going to fist each other in the ring? And Rollins holding the title high and saying, not tonight. Don't be that. AJ offering the hand to Seth. Seth offering it. It's lovely to see a sign of respect from the two men. Dan, you loved that, didn't you? I do like a sign of respect after a match. Two men in. True respect there. Uh, up next is the WWE Championship. It's Kofi Kingston versus Kevin Owens. And Kofi wants to be, wants to do this by himself without his brothers. So it's going to be one-on-one. And he does have the full support of his brother, Xavier Woods. So what's his target to be, James? And the new Twitter champion. Oh, so this is a pleasant surprise. If it was Cruiserweight... Then seeing Lucha House Particles, Kalisto, Grand Metallic, and Lince Dorado out here. And I guess we're going to get a six-man tag team match. And we should say the scores at the moment. After the quicker last match, it went 6-5. And then after the AJ Rollins, we both got right. And now it's 7-6. Heading to this bonus match, I guess. Oh, wait a minute. Well, I thought we were going to have a nice six-man tag team match here, but... Lars doesn't need any... Well, do you think he'll win the social media championship tomorrow? <laughs> uh, probably not the best idea, but Lars is here. He's growing his hair out. And I think the three of one, they'll be fine. Here comes Metallic in. And there we go. Free accident. Catches Lince Dorado. Dorado's faring a little bit better. Kalisto. Now, Kalisto's going to be the strongest one out. Well, taking both. Kalisto's on the attack early. <laughs> Catch your last Sullivan. Leader Del Sol and the victory. No, it's not. Oh, he's busted him open. Kalisto has busted Lars wide open. Well, Kalisto would be your winner if it was a first blood match. <laughs> well, I don't think he's finished yet with uh, Lucha House Party. Huge sit-out powerbomb. Well, wasn't that completely pointless? Lars Sullivan. Well, we spoke about him and I guess WWE are continuing with the monster push and he just took out Lucha House Party. Well, up next is the WWE Championship on the line after that. So up next is the WWE Championship on the line, and it's Kofi Kingston going against Kevin Owens. And let's have a look at the promo. as he gets his first ever one-on-one WWE title match. Kofi Kingston to the top. Kofi went off of the desk. There's the knee. Kofi Mania just got canceled. Kofi did it! Kofi is champion! 
next to the birth of my kids and marrying my wife, winning the WWE Championship at WrestleMania was the greatest moment of my entire life. Please help me welcome your WWE Champion, Kofi Kingston! I don't mean to be a downer, but I can't help but notice that somebody's missing tonight. Big E is not here. But here's the thing. You guys are used to being a trio. With Biggie not here, I think it's time you guys enlist the help of uh, Big O right here. So you're saying you want to be the third member of the New Day. It's a big commitment. The you power of positivity is within you, baby. You're damn right I can smell my hips. hips. You got hips. Oh, Montreal. Don't you dare be sour and feel the power. jump in. I'll admit it, Kevin Owens worked very, very well alongside Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston. Kofi, tonight's a big night. I know you're going to come out victorious. You know how I know? Because New Day Rock! Rusev breaking up a pinfall. It's what it's all about. Backing up Kofi. Oh, wait a minute. Kofi pushed Owens out of the way. Trouble in paradise. Since WrestleMania, Woods is gonna pay for the assist. It's time to answer a question that I've had on my mind for quite a while, and that's can Kofi Kingston stand on his own? Kevin Owens is under the skin of Kofi Kingston. He's in the champion's head. At Money in the Bank, there is going to be hell to pay for Kevin Owens. I know the answer. The entire WWE Universe will know the answer too. Dan, what have you thought of the build-up to this match? I think it's been absolutely brilliant. You know, the 11 years in the making story was told absolutely perfect with Kofi Kingston. Um, you know, and then going on to beat Daniel Bryan, who even in defeat is still, you know, super over with everyone despite being a heel. A perfect way to do it. And now, you know, coming going against a newly returned Kevin Owens, who has been kind of on a bit of a vengeance path of, as of late. You know, he was joined the side of the uh, New Day. He, you know, became the third member as Big E's out. Uh, big O. Big O. Big O. Big o. You, you've never made a woman reach the Big O. But, um, yeah, you know, and uh, kind of turning his back on them and uh, humiliating Kofi Kingston multiple times. And... Could this be Kofi's redemption? Well, as this is the thing, isn't it? You know, Kofi wants to prove he can do things for his own without his brothers, and KO has brought that point up. But we like Owens like this, this kind of uh, prize fighter kind of guy who's tough and says he wants to get the job done. I was a little bit disappointed he added Sami Zayn into the mix, but we know he won't play a factor here tonight. Or, or do we? We're not sure. But Kofi's coming out with the pancakes, and the WWE Championship suits him, doesn't it? You know? 
It does indeed, yes. And it is it has been a long time coming for him. And we see Woods looking on backstage. Is he looking and nodding at the title or is he looking and nodding at his brother? Oh no, I can't don't say that. No, no, no. Well anyway, some predictions before this match starts and for in this match a Kofi Kingston. I have gone for K O F I Kingston. You gone Kingston. Any reasoning for Kingston in this match? I think he needs um, a legitimate challenger for his title. Kevin Owens is definitely that. Um, you know, just for Kofi to get a few wins and views. Well, I think this is, we want to see Kofi have a nice long reign. And even though I do like Kevin Owens, he's a perfect guy to challenge because you can even continue the story on. You know, Owens is quite annoying. And, you know, it's not Kofi's not falling under it or anything like this. He's actually embraced it. We've seen him have a couple of great performances on Raw and SmackDown as we get the entries in, of course, the introductions now. And, of course, Kofi, we will never forget where we were for Kofi Mania. Indeed, yeah. It was grass. And both men straight off the bell going, punching lumps out of each other. Owens gets the upper hand early on, though. A few huge chops back corner. Well, the thing is, I don't think Kofi is going to beat Owens in a slugfest. And I think maybe that's why Owens is gearing towards Kofi and saying, you know, this is how I'm going to beat you. Just saying that, though. Kofi just turned Owens <laughs> inside out of a huge clothesline. Well, these two men have got a proof saying, no, no, they're going to have a team called Gotcha. Look at Kofi flying off the stairs there, hitting Owens right in the face and then throwing him back in. And this is a more aggressive Kofi. And I think you got me a bit more aggressive. Obviously, like Kofi said, he's still going to be the same fun-loving guy, but we're seeing a different determination from him now. Owens going on the outside trying to catch a breath. But Kofi, he's kind of... Um... Straight slightly away from his New Day colours. He's got his old uh, Jamaican Kofi Kingston colours going on there at the moment. It, do, do you think it's a reference for like, the fact that he's been on such a long journey when he kind of maybe his first money in the bank or something like that 11 years, 10 years ago? He was actually wearing those colours as well. You know, it's quite a good throwback, actually. It is indeed, yes. And of course, the red shoes as well because there's no place like home. And he throws homes back in. If he drops a house on, house on Kevin Owens, <laughs> I'm going to Little legs out. just flopping underneath. Uh, Kofi certainly is a lot more aggressive kicking the shit out of Kevin Owens. We made it personal. Owens throwing Kofi into the corner. Kofi springs up, jumps over Owens, but gets caught with a super kick. And just like that, KO turns the momentum around into his favour. And this is more about Owens and what he can do. He'll just be on Kofi. And don't forget, Kevin Owens is a prize fighter. He fights for a prize, and there's no bigger prize in the game. And Owens knows this, and he's, he's he hasn't been to the top of the mountain with the WWE Championship yet, and he's desperate to hold that. You can see it in his eyes. You know, we've seen it. We don't think about Kevin Owens. You know he cares so much. And if he has to break our hearts by beating Kofi Kingston, that's what you do. And he's backing Kofi up. Whipped to the corner. Huge Irish. <laughs> And now Kevin Owens being a perfect, brilliant heel, just mocking the New Day clap as he hits a senton onto the back of Kofi into the cover, but only a one count. One? I was arguing that that was three, and it was clearly one. <laughs> he's asking where his little buddies are at, and he's trying to get into Kofi's head. Owens maybe talking trash a bit too much. Kofi goes down low, tries to springboard, but Owens with the knee up, head first off the ring post, and Kofi crashing to a lump down on the outside on the way for Finn Matt. Well, how thin are those, Matt? Owens now off the apron. Frog splash. Exactly does a frog splash. That is number four <laughs> of the night. And he's just picking Kofi up by his beard. Oh, cameraman. It's a bullfrog splash. Yeah, nearly as good as the Miz's. <clears throat> Better than 
Tavares. Tavares. Well, Owen sends Kofi back in after that. Goes for the cover. Kofi manager to kick out. Ah. Now Kofi can't even get to his feet. Owens has been all over him. KO complete. Oh. Huge knife edge chopped to the chest of Kofi. I bet it was like that. Even though Owens has been in complete control of this match, you just can't discredit Kofi's heart determination in himself to try and get through. But Owens just getting the better of him at the moment. Looking for the move that don't work. The slingshot where Kofi lands on the second rope, kicks Owens. This is our section. He's looking to power him up. Oh. <laughs> well, it looked like Owens was going to go for a powerbomb, but Kofi reversed it, and Owens went back first into the turnbuckles. Gorilla press. And then and Owens with a boot up. For a clothesline, Kofi ducks it. Controlled frenzy. It's controlled frenzy. Remember when it used to be controlled frenzy? You know what time it is, Kofi. It's boom drop time. Boom. The boom drop. Oh my god, Owens though had it counted. Ready for Kofi to come in and then turns it round. Boston Crab. Boston. You've had crabs. And Kofi struggling to get to that bottom rope, but does so. But the damage might have already been done. And now Owens has got Kofi on the apron. Kofi wrapping his foot around the bottom rope though. Trying to prevent getting slammed onto his back in the hardest part of the ring. And now it's a slugfest on the ring apron. Well, I think Kofi has to win this to have any chance of continuing. But here comes Owens. No, Kofi with a double foot stomp to the chest. Well, that takes Owen down. Owen's down. But Kofi gets a chance to recover. And now Kofi's going up. Owen's rolled to the outside, of course. Oh! Kofi with a corkscrew gets caught in a super kick straight under the chin from KO. Rolled back into the ring, into the cover. One, two, no. Kofi managing to kick out. Ah. And how is Kofi managing to get up from that? And Owens again grabbing the beard. Did you see a replay of the super kick? Uh, oh. Owens telling Kofi should have stayed down. Slapping him across the face. Ready? No. Kofi over the top. Looking oh. for the SOS. Owens looking for the stunner. SOS. One. Two. No. Oh. Only a two count. Two. <laughs> My name is Kofi Kingston. Holding him up. Like Tonight. Not anymore. <laughs> hey, a little more. And Kofi now trouble in paradise. Gets caught by Owens. Back into the Boston Crab. And Owens cinches it in deep. Well, and this time it's really bad for Kofi because he is as far as away from the ropes as he can get. Kofi, can he get to that bottom rope? Ah, oh. He does so and Owens has to break. But of course, after the full count. Obvious. <laughs> oh, I just love how Owens just... Goes for the crowd. Yeah, went to the crowd, told him to shut up, and Kofi caught the leg. Drops Kevin Owens down to the mat and just starts pounding away at the back of his head. And an aggressive Kofi Kingston. Oh no, Owens managing. Pop up powerbomb. One, two, no. Kofi manages to stay in this one and kicks out. Ah. Well, you don't see that many pop up into the set outs as Owens did then. And Kofi managing to get amazing. And Owens telling the crowd to stop laughing. And Owens waiting for Kofi to get to his feet. He's got him in his sights. He's already hit him best shot. Didn't work. Now he's going to try again. Stone Cold's best shot. No. Trouble in paradise. Ah, oh, but it knocks Owens to the outside. How unfortunate. Well, Owens might be out. But Kofi, count out, still keeps his championship. But he don't want to go down like He wants to prove himself, not only to Kevin Owens, to everyone else who's doubted. Well, I just hope he doesn't. And now Kofi throws Owens back in. And Owens! Oh! Stunner! Goes for the cover. One, two. Oh! No. 
too close to the ropes. Kofi managing to get a rope break. <laughs> You're taking pictures of me all the time, Well, what can Owens do? He's hit the stunner. He's hit up a pop-up power bomb. He can take his shoe off. Well, we talked about the shoes earlier. Now he's got pink. Oh my god! Throwing him into the crowd. <laughs> I was going up for the bullfrog splash. Saying it's it. No knees up for Kofi. Knees up. Well, Swanton attempt by Owens missed. Here comes Kofi. Trouble in paradise. Next again. One, two, three. And Kofi Kingston. Well, he might not have any shoes, but he's still got the WWE Championship. And uh, I think quite a good match. Dan, what are your thoughts? Absolute humdinger of a match again. Two bikes that really know how to work a match. Um, what more can I say? You know, again, it had everything that you want from a match. Slow burn, few false finishes, absolute perfection in a match. Yeah, really, really good stuff as Kofi Kingston retains. And that means we both get a point and it goes 8-7. So you need to go different for me with money in the bank. For you to draw, otherwise I have one outright. But Kofi Kingston has one outright here. And Owens came so close, but alas, no cigar. So here we go. It's main event time, and it's a men's money in the bank match. And um, I'll tell you what, it's, it's, it's a star-studded feel in this money in the bank. And I know sometimes it's a cliche line, but there really are some a couple of guys. We've seen it raw and smacked down the build-up. We've got potential to be... A great match. Apart from Baron Corbin, who's just come out, his entrance was longer than Samoa Joe's match. I'm just telling you something, what WWE are thinking. And then we get Finn Balor coming out here as well. Who's So, Dad, I don't think it's any surprise in this main event who I've gone for. And it is one man, one man, and that is Drew McIntyre. Well, James, you're out of time, so say goodbye. Who's yours? Is going to be yours. Drew McIntyre. I was supposed to go Randy Orton, your man. <laughs> if I'm being honest with you, I've actually gone completely just on a whim. Here comes Ricochet now. So we've both gone McIntyre and I've left Dan speechless. No, actually, James, I've gone for Brock Lesnar, who's not even in this match. <laughs> so here comes Ricochet, and I bet you expect great things from him in this match, Dan. Why wouldn't I? I mean, it's King Ricochet. He is an absolute. Le- he is, James, the one and. Only. So there's another guy you could have gone for in this one, Ricochet. So what do you think McIntyre's going to win then? Uh, um, I just think, you know, it, it's going to be someone who's going to be given a push. I think it's slightly too early for Ricochet. Um, Finn Balor's doing well, you know, with the Intercontinental title. It's definitely not going to be Baron Corbin because he's just a fucking boring moron. Uh, Randy Orton, he's too good to be holding the money in the bank. He deserves much more than that. Andrade... Uh, again, I think it's a bit too soon for him to be holding the Money in the Bank briefcase, but then they've given it to Damien Sandow before. Yeah, but a lot of your guys, again, 311 boy coming out here as well, Andrade. So, so I'm a fan of uh, Finn Balor, I'm a fan of Ricochet, I'm a fan of Andrade, my 311 boy. He's hiding. And again, another competitor I'm a fan of, Ali. Well, Mustafa Ali's a great talent, and so is, of course, like, uh, Andrade. As well, and even Balor, the position is in the kind of champion. It's a really interesting kind of mix that we've got right now. Well, we have got a mix, you know. We've got a few smaller guys and no Sami Zayn. Yeah, and that's important. No Sami Zayn, so there's only be seven men in this year's Money in the Bank match. I just think it started 10 years ago, the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. So it's been going by itself for a while, but 
Here comes McIntyre. Every fucking time. Why can't he just go back to the madly? Well, I think the money in the bank deserves to be its own pay-per-view, but we need something a little bit different. Hopefully this year's winner, my man Drew McIntyre, can uh, make a difference. I'd like to cash in successfully as well. If Roman's the only guy to win it. Well, even though you haven't gone for Randy Orton, he has got a lot of experience. And he has won money in the bank before. As the other guys look on, he's last... In awe. <laughs> no, he's not in awe. It's money in the bank. He's, All... the only, he's the only man in this match to win the WWE Champion. Well, could it be with a huge opportunity for one of these young up-and-comers here tonight? Not Randy Orton. So, uh, only Big Baron Corbin, that would really annoy you if he won then. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <clears throat> Baron Corbin's won this. Yeah, well done, dickhead. Here we go, we're off. And Randy Orton intelligently waiting on the outside, letting all these young bucks tire themselves out. Oh, yeah, Baron Corbin's won. And, uh, but he cashed it unsuccessfully, so it makes him shit. <coughs> we just sent Ali to the outside, and McIntyre Ricochet. Orton dropping Ali back first onto the announce table, and Ricochet eliminating Drew McIntyre from the Royal Rumble. Teaming up with Balor to eliminate Corbin. Now these two, what a standoff this would be between these two guys. They're not going to go for the briefcase. They're looking to go flying instead. No, Orton takes out Balor. <laughs> Ricochet takes out Corbin and McIntyre. Balor gets sent back first into the announce table. And Randy Orton's playing it really wisely, taking out one man at a time. So, dream match. <laughs> yeah, it nearly, nearly folds up, well, breaks Ricochet. And he did the same thing on SmackDown, so it's a time of history repeating. The whole fucking building is I erupting for Randy whole Orton. Building, yeah, yeah, tens of people are chanting Randy Orton. I'll go fuck yourself because no one's chanting for fucking. We don't need to be chanting; we'll be winning this one. Look how high up that that briefcake is. Brief, briefcake. Look how high up that you, briefcake. You briefcake because you're looking at Randy Orton. <laughs> Admit He's it, James. You are aroused. He's tight and ripped. Yes, he is. That briefcase is high above the ring, but here comes Andrade. Oh, Springboard's off the top, but Orton lands on his... T- yeah, so intelligent, got caught with that wicked back elbow there. And now Andrade's got ladder... See, but- look, he gets out at the right time, because he knows <laughs> McIntyre and Corbin are coming in with ladders. Yeah, and they'll fuck him up. And McIntyre, there we go, Orton's not left yet. Didn't drop into his feet. His views, though. You didn't hit me hard enough, sir. Well, McIntyre and Corbin team up. And they can eliminate everything themselves. Orton just steps out of the ring. He's like, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna have a little break here. He is. He's just sitting there. Then comes Ricochet. Knee to the jaw of McIntyre. Ali springs in. X-Factor to Corbin. I don't think Ali's finished yet either. Under the ladder. Takes out McIntyre. And Andrade looking for the Havelock DDT on Ricochet. But he gets sent to the outside. Climb by. <laughs> <laughs> can Ricochet go up and get it? Go on, get up there, son. Oh. Ali stops him in his tracks. Ricochet climbs up anyway. It's pulled off by Ali. Ricochet pulls Ali off again. These two young guys are on SmackDown trying to find their way to try and get the opportunity of a lifetime. He's flipping over Ricochet, trying to climb the ladder, and both these men barely getting a few rungs up before getting pulled off. And now Ali's got Ricochet up. Ricochet lands on his feet again. Ricochet sends him to the outside. Ali rolls in and through. Goes up the opposite side now. Ricochet fingertips away. And McIntyre climbs into the ring. So does because they're both off. And now Corbin with a big right hand to Ricochet. McIntyre just dismantling Mustafa Ali. Beat him up so much he lost his first name. These two big hosses working together. But only one of them can be Money in the Bank. 
Well, it's McIntyre directing traffic at the moment. Blooming tight ladder, son. <laughs> Jay trying to fight back. Oh, <laughs> belly to belly, overhead throw, sending Ricochet back first into that ladder. <laughs> yep. Well, that was after Corbin folded, folded Ali up. Ali up, Ali down, and then bye-bye, Ricochet. Uh, both going to try and double-team Randy oh. Orton, but he's too clever for that and hangs McIntyre up. Sidesteps Corbin, sends him out the ring, looking for his suspension DDT. <laughs> Bang! Plants him. What's Orton doing with his face, man? The voice is in. Oh, someone go and get RKO'd. Would you leave it in your trousers? <laughs> We'll go for the arcade and Corbin. Oh, yes! but McIntyre delivers a Claymore <laughs> kick. Drops Orton to his oh, feet, off his feet, though. Orton's not going to get up for the next couple of days. Balor there. Oh, fighting back, kicking Corbin. Taking out McIntyre. Swing blade to Baron. Oh, kick McIntyre into the corner. You be careful, Finn. Goes underneath, takes the legs out of McIntyre. Double foot stomp with top of Corbin. Rusev crush. Rusev <laughs> <laughs> nowhere near to be fucking... Oh. 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 No need for that. Smashes a ladder into the back of McIntyre. Now Balor looking up to get the pick on Andrade. Takes Balor out with the ladder. Uh-oh. Andrade more interested in constructing than he is going up. Pushing Ricochet into the corner. Ricochet looking to go off the top but gets pushed to the outside. Well, Andrade's built an erection. Will he go up? Surprising Andrade can get an erection when Charlotte's in the building. Uh-huh. And now Balor working his way up on the other side. Slugging out at the top of the ladder. Oh, Balor caught and dropped down. And now Andrade with the shots and he's on top. What's he going to do? Oh, shit! <laughs> oh. oh, my God! Jesus! <laughs> but, I mean... <laughs> Sunset flip. Finn Balor bounces, lands on the ladder, bounces up, and then hits the ladder again. Oh, boing, boing. <laughs> I mean, that's one of my favourite things I've Jesus ever seen. Christ. I'm going to get the gif of that and just keep looking at it. That's brilliant. Yowie wowie. Like that. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's just the fact that he catapults up. I think Andrade's hurt his lower midsection. And there is still a match going on, and Ali. Tornado DDT to Corbin. Orton's in. <laughs> and McTyre's in. Kishay's in. And Ali. Oh! With Rana. Ricochet's Love that out. move. Love that move. <laughs> <laughs> Usually that move making go, oh, but you've just seen Balor going, boom, boink. 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 And will Ali go up and get it? Drade. Grabbing his legs in dry. And a tree of woe on that ladder to get another ladder. Oh, Andrade here. Seems to know what he's doing. Seems to be most at home at the moment. With a ladder. Can barely stand at the moment, though. Well, he's just trying to kill Balor. Now he's going to try the same to Ali. Both men on the same rung. This is dangerous here. He's going to win the exchange. Ali trying to send Andrade's head into the ladder. Spanish fly. No. no. Yes. <laughs> Spanish fly off the ladder. <laughs> And I think Ali come off a bit worse. <laughs> that was brilliant. And we see the aerial shot of it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but now McIntyre's going underneath the ring for more ladders. Oh, McIntyre's pulling out a big one. Wow, McIntyre has got a huge one in his hand. Uh-oh. <laughs> Ali. Ali trying to grab hold of the foot of McIntyre. It's dragged up to his feet and just chopped over the ladder. You want to fight me, Ali? Oh, Bubba. Well, the ladder's set between the announce table and the ring. And McIntyre looking to end Ali here. 
And Slapson now he's got him up. Gorilla press. No, Ali sidestep. Super kick to the face of McIntyre. Corbin grabs him. Choke slams him <laughs> through the announce table. Well, I thought Ali was doing all right, and now he may be out. <laughs> you still suck. <laughs> oh! oh! Well, Corbin stabbing McIntyre in the back, throwing him over Barry Cade. Is that a big mistake from Baron? Well, Baron now going after Balor. Well, he can't even do that right, but he's got him. Oh, fuck off. Oh! Why? Have you not seen what's happened to Balor already in this match? <laughs> Why would you do that? Uh, ricochet, springboarding off the top rope, taking out Corbin. Set to go flying, gets caught. Deep no. six on the out. Oh, my God. McIntyre. the picture, though. Yeah. That is one pissed off Scottish psychopath. Claymore kick. It's That's not a Claymore kick, it's a Claymore kick. That's what you get, you cunt. Fucking hell. And Finn Balor, believe it or not, <laughs> is dragging himself up that ladder. Look, even if he wins, I'll, I'll, I'll for fair play. I think McIntyre's pursuing yes. him, though. Come on, Julie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just throws a ladder at Balor. I think Balor should be left alone, to be fair. like McIntyre looks set to suplex Balor. Oh, and I want to say it now. I think Finn Balor deserves the Johnny Gagano Award for most punishment taken in a match. Well, or Finn Balor's back. Yeah, this is this is a good nomination for it right now. Oh, my God. Is he going to Alabama slam Andrade? No. Andrade holding on. No, Over he's not. Finn Balor. No. No. Yes. <laughs> yes, he did. Oh, shit. Yeah, Finn Balor. Yeah, well... Oh, my God. McIntyre's gone for everyone. And Finn Balor's <sighs> back's gone for everything. <laughs> now it's his chance to go up and get... No, Ricochet off the top, taking out McIntyre. Go on, boy. Damn it, boy. Well, it doesn't matter anyway, because I've won, so... You know what I'm saying? Well, I would just say, you have a go at McIntyre, then, you know. Uh, McIntyre grabbing old Ricochet. <laughs> He's got Ricochet. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what my man does to your man, you see? You see that? That's what happens. Wow. McIntyre's just thrown Ricochet over the top rope, full of ladder. And Randy Orton was just sat there like, fuck that boy. Well, it could have been worse. It could have been Finn Balor. Yeah. Well, McIntyre now going up. I get the contract, which is his. Was he trying to... Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. yes! <laughs> Eat that, you Scottish twat! <laughs> ah, I don't care. Send the it by Corbin. Drew McIntyre. Corbin. That is the main point. Corbin's gonna win. Oh, no, he ain't. Corbin's no, he ain't. gonna win. Save it. No, he's not. Yes, Ali. How's Ali up? How the hell, Ali climbing over Corbin? Oh shit! All right, Corbin grabbing Ali, looking to powerbomb him, but gets eliminated from the rumble. Ali's back in the ring. Ali's left alone. Ali's left alone with a contract. McIntyre got RKO'd. Fucking leave McIntyre. <laughs> Ali's just back going. Mustafa Ali. Ali's got a briefcase. What? What? <laughs> oh my fuck. Oh shit me. Let's just take out two guys. Push the ladder that Ali was. The oh. fans actually want this as well. Oh my god. I can't believe it. What the fuck is this all about? Brock Lesnar back. No. Unless they're going up. Even though it's in this match, yeah, you gotta go up a little higher, son. 
Brock Lesnar unclips it and passes it to Randy Orton. <laughs> nope, Brock Lesnar is your money in the bank. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not. No. <laughs> Brock Lesnar's returned. No, I'm not buying that one. Not for one second. <laughs> Brock Lesnar has returned and won money in the bank. You're lying. But all these guys in this match put their body on the line. This twat comes down, pushes a fucking ladder into a cameraman, pushes Ali off a ladder and gets the fucking briefcase. I think Ali's bleeding off his altercation with Lesnar as well. Yeah, like I said, it's... Do you know something? We've seen plenty of ladder matches and plenty of money in the bank matches. It's got to be one of my favourite money in the bank matches. Like, it kept me... I can't believe it's over. Like, it came... When, when, if, when you know, Lesnar's fucking just... I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, unbelievable. So, what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> Yeah, so what are your thoughts on that main event then? I thought the match, up until Brock Lesnar's music hit, was absolutely fun. I could have watched it for another 20 minutes, half hour. It was that good. Um, all the guys in it, you know, I think Randy Orton had a relatively quiet one, you know, but the main thing from that is that he hit Drew McIntyre with an eye. Yeah, but the thing is with Orton, he doesn't need to put risk. It's his name value. You know, so you've got oh, these yeah. young guys and then Orton's involved there. I thought it really, really good. And after that... Uh, no points, so it ends 8-7, so I win, get the pay-per-view point, goes 5-1. But like I said, we're not even halfway through the year yet, and we will be prediction points on the line for TakeOver, where we're all tied. So that's going to be a very interesting one, because of course how important that is. But anyway, let's talk about the card, and we started off on kickoff with Usos versus Bowen. Uh, yeah, um, both these teams are absolutely brilliant teams. Um and it was a very good match between the two. It it was a bit of a shock victory as well for the Usos, which, you know, I do like a little surprise like that. And yeah. Daniel Bryan taking the pinfall as well, it was it was even even better. Yeah, which is weird seeing, like you said, a former WWE champion losing in the, in the opening, in the kickoff match. But the way they handled it, and the Usos were all entertaining, I thought it was a great way to kind of start the show properly. I think it missed out on money, but if you added two money in the bank, and took out one obvious particular match, it would have worked out. And then we started off with the women's money in a... Uh, what was your... Sorry, Usos versus Brown, what was your score? Four out of five. Four. I go at three and a half. So very good, though. I said very yeah, good. Yeah. So I said very strong. Uh, women's money in the bank to start us off. Uh, seems so long ago now after I think we've watched. But uh, uh, great. Again, great with the women. Are really, really happy. Uh, Dana Brooke, it looked quite good in it. Mandy Rose... Bailey, apart from Carmella, she was a bit of a weak link, and she obviously went away and came back with the injury later on. But even the spots, I think, was quite good. That eclipse off the ladder into the ring was a thing of beauty. Uh, yeah, I think that's about it. I don't know what else happened in there? Yeah, well, you know, again, there was a few slow spots, a few little missed areas there, but overall, it wasn't a terrible What was your score? I gave that four out of five. I got that three and a half. And then it was Samoa Joe versus Ray. Was it really a match, was it? You know? um, no, it was a very, very quick match with a bit of a controversial finish as well to it. That's obviously going to leave it open for Samoa to obliterate Ray. And well, I just gave it a basic three out of five. I gave it a three out of five. Yeah. Miz versus Shane in a cage. Um, that match, if something else would have happened to kind of give a bit of a screwier finish, then I, I would have accepted it. But Shane McMahon to kind of win cleanly or as clean as you can over them but my only thoughts for it was the fact that shane would get either help or kind of, uh, slipping off is is all right but like you know like when uh 
Austin got through like the side of the cage or something like that, I would have expected more of a kind of bigger thing would have made sense. Tell you what, a good way of ending it was superplexed. I know they've done suplex off the cage onto the announce table and Shane would have hit first, even though it looked like it hit at the same time and it'd be like Shane's the winner. And it, But of course, that's basically the mania finish anyway yeah, so yeah, yeah. therein lies the problem with that but uh, it wasn't it wasn't bad i mean shane should not even though he's the greatest wrestler of all time shouldn't be given that amount of time on pay-per-view you know it, no, just, it no. was a little bit too much uh, i got three out of five though i got that three out of five as well nice davari <laughs> uh, <clears throat> there was a few botches you know i don't know if it was because they're both you know they're obviously normally used to being in the pre-show. Um, this is probably Tony Nese's, what, second or third pay-per-view match? Yeah. Davari's first. Um, so, you know, there, there was obviously going to be a few nerves there. Tony looked quite good. You know, I'm not, I, I want to put a few positives in it. Tony looked good. He's He has the potential to be a lot better. Yeah. Um, but, you know, aside from that, it uh, should have been on kick. <laughs> or not happened at all, you know. Because you know, the thing is, that the crowd was not interested in it. For me, it's the worst cruiserweight match I've seen for a very long time. Even go back to 2007 when Hornswoggle was champion. That's what it kind of felt. Nice. I mean, if the crowd are looking at it and seeing this kind of good-looking guy, and it's, they're not going to get behind him in that way. And it's, it, he's just come across a little bit bland and just needs a little bit more either edge as a kind of hill or face. I know they're going with a face niece at the moment. But it's not his fault. I think it's just the position they put him in. And I think Davari, I think they've worked, they should work out now. That's not going to work long time. Um, I, I, you know, what was your score for that match? I got that two and a half. Yeah. <laughs> didn't even score it. How bad it was. Um, I got two out of five. All right, Lynch versus Evans next. Um, yeah, this match, again, it could be down to Lacey Evans. It could be down to, you know, her nerves. Or, you know, just Becky Lynch having too much on her plate at the moment. But again, there was a few missed spots, a couple of little botches here and there. But, you know, overall, it wasn't a bad, bad match. No, not at all. You know, it, like I said, it told a story. Lynch was over. Evans got the right reaction. She did all right. Uh, yeah, Lynch, you know, I'm not going to have a go, but she should be the one kind of, you know, directing traffic a little bit more. But again, your standard kind of match, wasn't it? You know, like... And especially after Nice and Davari, it made it feel like, oh, thank fuck, we're getting some, you know, stars backing. Uh, I gave that a three out of five. Yeah, I gave that a three out of five as well. And then that bled into the Charlotte versus Lynch match, called Charlotte coming out, having that match, you know, kind of pulling strings, which I kind of liked, you know, but, you know, most people might have thought the match would have happened after anyway, so maybe that's not saying that, <laughs> you know, it would have yeah. really mattered, but... But it was a, a vast improvement on the match, yeah, that Lynch had with Evans, I think you know, given the right competitor as well, she can work a good match. Yeah, I think annoyingly Charlotte's one of those that I've been quite, you know, not said a few things for her in the past about her in the past, and and the thing is about now that she can have a good. My problem is not the fact that she's a good worker. Do you know, the fact is people saying she was the best worker when she wasn't, and now she's getting to a stage where she is starting to become as good as everybody thinks she is. And if she keeps going along like this, then it will be a success. You know, uh, and that's the thing with Charlotte, as opposed to oh, she's been great for ages. Well, no, she wasn't. You know, it was Bailey and Banks who were. But if you look at it overall, best. Uh, but again, Charlotte's very good. The match was, like I said, better than the first one. Three and a half out of five. Yeah, three and a half out of five for me as well. And then we had a pleasant surprise because, well, Evans came in and interfered, which kind of, 
you said it best where like Charlotte's going to concentrate on SmackDown and it's going to be Lynch versus uh, Evans on Raw now because she got involved with the um, Women's Right. And then, of course, the winner early of the Money in the Bank match, Bailey coming out. I really like that as well, didn't you? Yeah, it is, it's is—it's a great feel-good moment as well and you feel that the right woman is holding the right title. Yeah, without a doubt, you know, and it sets up Charlotte's story for going for number 10 and Bailey gets to, you know, kind of revive herself now on SmackDown because she's, when used right, Bailey's fantastic, there's no doubt yeah. about that, you know. Oh, most definitely, yeah, and, you know, it also opens up something that I would absolutely love is if I was watching SmackDown and Bailey comes out the boss comes out as well. That would be, you know, mm. them two having a little set to it would be great. But, but, you, know, you know. But it sets it up, doesn't it? You know, and we saw, like I said, tonight about the women, we saw three women's matches. We saw a, a, a ton of talent as well. You know, credit to Naomi and the women's money in the bank match. It took a couple of really big bumps. Of course, we love Nikki Cross as well. You know, and, and each of these have shown that they deserve their shot. You know, we talk about Davari and Easter Cruiserweight division. Get rid of that on the paper and give us another women's match then and show us you know, what exactly what it's all about and show they belong, because they do. It's, 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 it's good stuff at the moment. Because uh, the, the, the women's, for me, tells a story, and the men's kind of at least seem to fuck around with it. Again, we saw with Elias versus Reigns, which was our next match, which was meant to be a normal match, and yet they turned it into St. Kells, didn't they? Yeah, well, we see, you know, backstage uh, on his way to the ring, Elias attacking Reigns with a guitar, comes out, has to play an electric guitar because he... He broke his other one. As Elias was leaving after playing a whole song, Reigns come in, Superman punch, threw Elias into the ring, bell run, spear, done, over. Yeah, the game last proper matches, it's, it's more kind of like, it's a bit of storyline. There was a running storyline, Sami Zayn, you know, like I said, being caught, which was a good, again, good, because you saw Triple H then, you know, throwing Braun Strowman out. We eventually realised, it, obviously, it's Brock Lesnar. But uh, I gave that two and a half out of five. I gave that an NA, non-applicable. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'll go for... T- uh, AJ versus Rollins next. Absolutely fucking amazing match. It's one of their matches that you'd be able to watch over and over again and not get bored of. It's it's just the way these two guys flow together. They're so different, but so very similar. You know, and like it, just their chemistry in the ring. You know, both these guys have the ability to work with anyone in the WWE. And you put both of them together, it kind of just absolutely clashes. And, you know, the good little false finish spots. And, you know, it was just countering and absolutely perfect. Yeah. Yeah, really, really great stuff. I gave that a four and a quarter out of five. I gave that a four and a half out of five. And then Kofi versus KO for the uh, WWE Championship. Again, it's a bit of a struggle because I had to follow the, the match you just spoke about. Uh, but again, told a different story, you know, and uh, that's what I quite enjoyed about it, more WWE feel, about could Kofi on his own beat a man like Owens, and Owens is such a great heel that, you know, there's never going to be a problem about who the fans are getting behind. Kofi showed a bit of aggression, which I really enjoyed as well, gets a victory. I don't know what, I don't know what KO was thinking about taking his shoes off, but, you know, it'd be interesting to hear what he thought or something like that, do you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, that was a know. bit of a confusing <laughs> yeah. one. I don't know if he just lost his rag or what, but I, I'm sure he'll, you know, explain himself because I, I guess that will continue at some point for some reason. Um, well, I gave it a three and three quarters out of five. That last three and three quarters? Four and a half? Well, the Kofi match. Yeah. Oh, fuck what it. was wrong with that match? I'll give it a four out of five. 
Um, oh, I'll give that a four and a half out of five. Oh, That's four and a half yes. out of five. All right, so then we move on to the men's Money in the Bank match. That was an absolute great match. A few really, really grotesque-looking spots. I do feel sorry for Finn Balor. You know, he he's a crazy motherfucker actually taking them bumps. You know, and it was kind of like one bump, then another bump, and then a third bump, like literally within the space of five minutes. Um, all guys, you know, they had their good little moments in the spotlight as well. Uh, a match that I could have loved to have seen an extra 20 minutes on easily. You know, I'm not saying that it was lacking the 20 minutes, but, you know, it was a match that I wouldn't have minded Sin going along a bit more until Brock Lesnar's music hit. Mm. And it was just like, oh, for fuck's sake. You know, these guys put on a performance and the only thing that you're going to remember is fucking Brock sitting up on the top of that ladder, grinning like a fucking idiot with a briefcase after pushing a fucking ladder in. Nah, I mean, I'm not... I'm gonna, that match was fantastic. Like, I don't care what Brock left. He's not going to take away from me the fact that we just saw those guys give everything and Randy Orton, you know? Like, Ali, what he gave through. Ricochet, those bumps he took. Andrade, let's talk about Balor being nominated for the uh, Johnny Gargano Award as well. You know, it's, it's it's one of these things that we see. Even McIntyre and Corbin. Corbin looked fucking badass at some points in that match. Choked Sam Darley through a fucking ball. You know what I mean? And, yeah, we did. Fucking did. Oh, no, I fucking I really enjoyed it. Like, you know, I thought that was good shit, man. And Lesnar coming out as a surprise. And, and people were fucking cheering before they started booing. There's no doubt. Uh, even though I don't know what the fuck it's going to lead to. But we will have a cash-in cards for when we think the men's money in the bank will be cashed in. And we'll be letting everybody know about that. Uh, what was your score for the main event? Four and three quarters. Mine was four and three quarters as well. So our match of the night is the men's match fair play. I don't think we should look too much into the Brock Lesnar thing. I think we oh, saw no, enough. I would have given it a three and a half if we was looking into the Brock Lesnar thing. But <laughs> No, but I was talking about even in the future because he'll just get his head turned again. And, you know, even if they do, then at least we've got the story on SmackDown with Kofi and, and stuff like that. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's our match of the night. What was your score out of 10? I gave that a 9. I was very impressed by a majority of it. Um, it's one, you know, obviously skipping over a couple of matches. It, it was one that I, I can go back and watch again very, very easily. I think me too. I think the, 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 I'm going to give it 8.5. But the only reason why is usually Manine's reserved for takeovers because... They all feel like that um, men's ladder money in the bank match. Like you join it all the way through. Whereas with times through this, there was, you know, Nissan Devari and other things you could have sorted out. But again, it's a pay for you that I will watch again. It's really, really enjoyable. Uh, so that is it then for the money in the bank pay for you. We'll be back. Our next show will be live for NXT TakeOver 25. The 25th TakeOver will be live again to bring you all the fun and games and everything else. That we do, of course, live on Spreaker Radio. But don't forget, you contact us on Twitter at WWE Review or at Vince McDan WWE. I'm at J underscore Rollins across all the Google platforms. Send us an email at WNR Podcast at gmail.com or on Instagram at WNR Podcast as well. We're on Facebook. Yes, Facebook. Come find our page and give us a like with the WWE Network Review Podcast. Or come and find me and add me as a friend. I'm Vince McDan. So, our YouTube channel at WWE Network Review Podcast. Don't forget, we've got clips on there and podcasts go up on YouTube the same time we do other places like SoundCloud. On your phone. Spreaker Radio, where we're live. Stitcher Radio and iTunes, where you can download, subscribe, rate and review there. But that's not it, James, because we're in the process, or you're in the process, of making a brand new webpage, and that's the wnrpodcast.com. 
and it should be ready by SummerSlam. And you can find all our contact information for Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube on there. I've got going up in the next couple of weeks as well about what you decide we watch uh, when it comes to WWE versus WCW in the month of June. Will it be King Living 1999, everybody, or Great American Bash? Uh, we'll find out the results very soon. We will indeed, yes. But I have been James Rollins, and as always, was joined by Dan White. Thanks, and bye. Bye. <laughs>